Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, both sides, turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. Welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk podcast, the pop culture powwow. We are here with a great panel and great topics for you today. But first, let's get into our panel. We got the man with the plan. If you need him, Yosha Zam, the co-host of the Nerdgasm Talk podcast and the host of No Gimmicks Needed, Mr. A&E. What's going on, everybody? Just came back from the hospital. I had to see Q. Heard you know you know you have back problems. Uh, oh, oh, I was about to say. Uh, like, uh, I'm, I'm thinking this is serious. I'm like, are you okay? Did I miss this? <laughs> Uh, apparently, uh, we said uh, Q, um, he's carrying the podcasts. Wait, what happened? I, I, I don't remember us saying that. I don't remember us saying that. He said we we said that. That he was carrying this podcast? Lord, yeah, my God. Well, he, see, all this around talking, he's going to put the exact time of day in the group message. That's I'm saying, fine. No, yeah, I'm I, I'm I, I want the evidence. I, I don't the group recall, the first time. I don't recall us saying it. I'm confused. Yeah, I, I'm he carried the Where You At podcast? <laughs> no, that, that's still being... That's hey, down right at now. me, bro. All right, see now, see. <laughs> Where is it at? So, no. <laughs> I know. Uh, see, now look, now. If he bring the heat about turntables, don't say that. We just fucking with I, you. I ain't scared of no diss track. <laughs> 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 All I say is, man, Griselda wasn't even that... Oh, they're overhyped. And he'll be like, all right, you know what? I'm done. All right. <laughs> y'all talk all this shit, but I'll tell y'all, when this man blow, I'm going to be right in his back pocket. <laughs> back pocket. That's that's. You shouldn't be satisfied with that. You are a front pocket individual. Oh, I, my God. I know, but you know. <laughs> know your worth, King. No, you pick, pick your crown up, man. Come on. <laughs> and then we have the queen herself, uh, Lady Skip. The queen or the queen? Which one you say? I said the queen herself. Oh, okay, I was like, I was like, it kind of ran together like like my words. <laughs> Ladies, it's sketch. fine. There's nothing wrong with the name queer. It's fine. Nothing wrong with that neither. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um. I hope you guys are feeling well. How you guys been? How's your week? We chilling. It felt like you know, um, this week it was just like the biggest. Exhale! I've ever taken in my life. What you exhale about? Uh, the, the inauguration. The inauguration was after this week. Oh Lord! <laughs> yeah. That weight wasn't that heavy for you. I know, right? <laughs> Don't say that. I've heard. I heard everything from. You know, it felt like I took a shower for the first time in four years. Who the fuck said that? <laughs> that? Okay, you know, you ever had that one shower that's just like, God, I feel excellent. It, yeah, it's I called an iRobot shower. But Not four a years? I'm about to say, bro, it's like I got that shower and sat down. 
<laughs> just there, right? <laughs> uh, but I'm glad you guys are doing okay. But uh, you know, since we were on the inauguration topic, let's hop in that real quick. Um, I feel like Mr. Andy has the most input on this. I mean, if we all watch the same thing, then I, I say we guess. all watched the inauguration. We got the same input, don't we? I mean, I didn't watch it. So. Oh, okay. You didn't watch it? No, I, my sleep it. schedule is messed up. Oh. Oh man, you missed a missed a great day. You know oh, what you I, missed? I did see a booming old inauguration, which is great. Um, the most I got out of it was Michelle Obama looking fine as ever, and the Bernie Sanders memes. Who them Bernie Sanders memes are hilarious. They're out of control. They are out of control. But uh, Mr. A and E, like I said, you, you probably got you know something to say. Well, the inauguration happened on Wednesday. Of course, I was watching it on high alert. I was sitting there watching more corners than the security guy. <laughs> I was sitting there just like, yo, I want to make sure everything cool. Y'all not trying to take out, you know, y'all ain't trying to do nothing stupid by storming or you know or have you know all the the. National Guard do a tent hut like no no oh, I'm bro, they was on TikTok crying <laughs> like in which ways oh, you didn't see that video of that lady no I did she was just like President Trump come save us it's not America that's what she said oh you talking about you talking about, about, about four people oh gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> she probably said that I can't picture a world without <laughs> <laughs> they was going all, and then they interviewed a man who was like, "It's okay. He got until twelve p.m. though to uh, put, martial law. put in martial law." And then they found him. They found him the next day. And I was like, "Damn, bro, how that interview go?" Mm. <laughs> well, they was all mad, and it's all right with them because we uh, made history again mm-hmm. in this country. And you know what? Look, I'm sorry. It's been a very hard four years. I was just telling this. I was just telling this on when we talked about the inauguration a little bit on Balls Notch Pocket. I said, you know what? I'm see if I remember this. We all went out to Buffalo Wild Wings, mm-hmm. November of twenty six, uh, uh, twenty sixteen, and we said, look, we all gonna take a shot. I even made Swag take a shot because he was like, look, if we can all make it back here. Alive, I'm dead, I was dead serious. Alive in the next four years, we're gonna come back here and take another shot. Now, obviously, COVID <laughs> had everything going on. COVID was like, sir. <laughs> However, no, sir. I do plan on getting the same people that was there that night to come back and do it again, maybe even some more. I, I don't know who them. I specifically them. remember that text message I sent you <laughs> during that time during the inauguration. I sent. I was like, "Hey, man, you busy Saturday? You want to get a drink?" And you text me back, "Are you okay?" Yes. <laughs> I was like, I, "I just feel like we just need a day without politics." He's like, yeah, you know, like yeah. Cause you, "That was the first thing." You're like, "Um, are you sane?" But bro, I'm telling you. This year was different. I slept eight hours. I went to bed at twelve forty-five. Never have I had done that since kids came in my life. And I'm telling you right now, I, I woke up. I woke up refreshed. I woke up. I, I, I woke up. I watched the pregame to the inauguration. I was. I had seen that on. I was like, you know, they were setting up, putting putting everything back on. So I was like, oh my god, it's about to happen. We can do this. And then um, 
it, it, it felt it felt it just felt different. It was the same inauguration that we get usually for every inauguration, but this one, you know, it's a history making one. You know, we had my man Eugene Goodman coming there walking. You know, <laughs> Kamala Harris. My man got the illest of raises of all time when it comes to police officers, and then. Uh, you know, Kamala Harris and, you know, Jill Biden and Michelle Obama just say, yo, we don't call you, we going to start on everybody. And it was the monochrome show. They just was like, all right, everybody wear one color. Look, I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> it was. I was even happy to see Bush there. I was just like, hey, what's up, Bush? What's up, Barb? You know what I'm saying? That's, uh, that's Laura. Laura. Oh, Barb. Hey, Laura. Laura. Yeah, <laughs> that's I was like, yeah, I say something. They was all coming out. He, and Mike Pitts got that like that one little clap because it was like, "Oh, you you had balls to show up today, huh?" Okay, whatever you might since you here and all the other people that nobody knew. Everybody was like, "We're gonna ignore them because you know, like you know, the Ted Cruz of the world and shit like that." Like, why the fuck are y'all even here? Why y'all come? Because they they take out the fake Martin Luther King quotes on Monday. Oh, Don't thought. Yo, the NFL had the nerve. Oh, the, the audacity! <laughs> y'all got the the, the duncan. <laughs> y'all really the capacity. <laughs> y'all y'all out of line. Y'all out of line. I've been waiting for that. They, I told it to you. They tweeted it was just like an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. Somebody <laughs> retweeted them with the Kaepernick picture. Yeah, like right. really, <laughs> just looking at them. Like, uh huh. <clears throat> you got yeah, to with right. this you. <laughs> your bands, right? So it it was that, and um, it wasn't just you know uh, about that because uh, we got the first ever black South Asian vice president. Yes, first ever woman, woman, aka Harvard graduate, Howard, Howard graduate. My apologies, <laughs> Damn, you was about to- Howard graduate. <laughs> And that was it, and that made history along right there. And actually, Biden gave a good speech. Also, you know, ran down there, you know all all the pinpoints that he, that he needed to. Then, then we get that awesome poem by um, Amanda Gorman. Uh, Amanda Gorman, who blew up literally every show wanted her mm-hmm. that night. I'm talking about Anderson Cooper. I'm talking about I'm talking about Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. I'm talking about um what's the guy that you don't like from um Carpool Karaoke? Look out. I don't I'm uh, talking like him. James Corden? James Corden, yeah. Okay, no, no. His UK don't like him, right? Uh, just, I, just okay. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. Jay she she's been everywhere because I'm saying she went down and just laid the law. I just loved it. She went from like a few thousand followers to like two million. It's the inauguration Shout on Instagram. Shout out to her. That poem, that poem was was. Um, did you see the poem, man? Like in its entirety? I did not. I think you, you do your, do yourself a favor and go to the, the CNN YouTube channel and trust me, CNN is not a toxic news place like Fox News is. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I know. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so you you can go there and they have her inauguration. Poem in full. Gotcha, gotcha. Lady Gaga performed, uh, performed the national anthem. Had a gold she mic had and everything. Hunger Games um, fit. Oh, yeah. I, I, li- I really like Lady Gaga, so I gotta check that out too. Oh yeah, she was great. J Lo came in there and pissed off all the racists by talking in Spanish at the end. I, I heard, and like, yeah, I, I heard. Like, what's happening? 
And listen, I'm not mad at her for speaking Spanish, but I was just, I was taken aback because it just, it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, oh. Okay. We ain't never had all that he had, he had <laughs> answered all the way. I can see no gifts. You know, they probably was like, this is America. Speak <laughs> English. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 uh, Jail came out there. Even Garth Brooks came out there, uh, sung America the Beautiful, and walked by, gave Obama I mean, a hug. Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. He said. hugged everybody, and they Yo, people were upset. Yo, wasn't that before the thing I did say, <laughs> the Beautiful. Uh, they but, was upset because he hugged everybody, and he didn't have a mask on. I'm like, honestly, everybody on the stage probably had to take 5011 COVID tests. That's before, before they even happened. got there. Right. That's right. He was just mad. And <laughs> they gotta get COVID tested and, and uh, mm-hmm. they gotta go through to do the bell detector. Apparently, the biggest thing that got out of it was Bernie Sanders. <laughs> these memes. First of all, shout out to Bernie Sanders because he actually made a shirt of his meme, and all the um, all the money is going straight to donations. I forget which charity, but they meals sold out. on wheels. He's meals. helping out his fellow elders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Yeah. Because other elders won't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, you know, you know, turkey neck and stuff. Other other elders won't do it, but you know, turkey neck. That man. Never mind. Never mind. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I know okay. what you're talking about. That's why I said never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. Yeah. So, uh, would you say swag? Oh no, I was just saying, like, shout out to Bernie Sanders. That, that, yeah. I, 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 and it's. As uh, soon as by God he started, he started signing all these orders to put us back in all these. Things. He signed seventeen orders that day. And when I was watching uh, Don Lemon and Chris Como uh, when he was doing the inauguration live uh, post show, I was like, "Wait a minute, we was out of all this stuff." Like, I, I really, I did not know how much stuff that our previous president took us away from. Yes, the World Health Organization. Um, oh, we weren't in that anymore. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what, what what's the other the pack the other pack, but we weren't in a lot of things anymore. They took away a lot of um, liberties for folks. Yeah, yeah. Now a lot of people are just like, see, this is what we talking about. Like people who apparently don't pay attention to politics at all. I can't claim that I pay attention to politics completely, mm-hmm. but this last four years has made me highly aware of a lot of things that I never paid attention to. Unfortunately, uh, however, yeah. so it seems that. Every president, the first day they come in, it's not just because when you go from Democrat to Republican or whatever, they sign a bunch of orders the first day they come in. A lot of times, I mean, some of the stuff is, I guess, to continue things. Some of the stuff is to change different policies because they um, because they don't necessarily agree with or, you know, like taking out that travel ban that happened the first year of the presidency and has been in place this entire time because so much stuff was happening rapid fire i feel like stuff just kept getting pushed under further further under the rug yeah so like the travel ban they had to undo that um you know some of the different things that they took like taking us out of the world health organization like you know, not being involved with that. Probably getting together a pandemic t- tax force uh, that we previously had that was disbanded. Yo, Things like that. You gotta go come in and clean up. Sway, let me just say something real quick. Can, can you imagine, right, where it's like I asked you to build a house, right? Yeah. Like, in today's world, I need you to build a house. And you're like, and you, 
and just say you have the skills to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And I drive you to this empty lot and just leave you there and say, handle it. That's what happened with this pandemic. They had no nothing. pandemic plan. They had no vaccine distribution plan. They had nothing. So when they got there, they was like, where are they at? Oh, they ain't had shit. Wow. Can you imagine? the? St- I don't even want to be in by the seat right now. To be honest with you, and look, I'm gonna be honest with y'all about this. Look, I I, I want to hear the same argument every single day, every single year, every single decade. It doesn't matter, you know. Saying the president doesn't change anything, stuff like that. So who cares? People doesn't, you know, don't don't care about any of this kind of stuff like that. Look, you're right. You know, saying uh, I don't. I will be honest and say I don't follow politics enough to. Probably how I should to at least be up to date in the world, right? Like I said, when I when I realized we was out of all this stuff, I was like, "This is a major shit that we out of. Mm-hmm. Like this is dangerous." You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I wasn't paying. And, and who honestly, I wasn't paying attention because I, I hated my political science class. Mm-hmm. You know, so I hate also that, that we was out of. But you know what? I am going to do like I do a lot of other presidents. I'm going to give him a chance to do what he wants to do. And this, you know, we have a. Uh, uh, a democratic style house, which, by the way, Mr. Connell is still trying to fight over. Of but, course. but anyway, but I was saying now that we have had the most diverse administration almost ever, mm-hmm. I'm going to see where this goes. Yeah. Honestly, I'm just at the point now where one, I don't want to have to hear about the president every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm there too. <laughs> I've had enough of that for four years. But also, I will say this. Yes, I agree with some of the sentiments that no matter who's in office, some things just don't change. But I will tell you one thing that I guarantee I'm not, you know, I, I can't say that this is for sure, like, I know 100% that it wouldn't have been. Um, that it would have been this bad with somebody else. But I'm about 95% sure that if this was any other president, this pandemic would not have gotten to the point that it was. That's one thing that is whether or not, okay, we have a lot in our everyday lives. The person who is sitting in the highest office in the country really doesn't have a bearing on a lot of what we do personally. However, in this situation that we're in now, think about how much the pandemic has impacted everything we do, the way we just live our everyday life. And I don't mean besides the people are out of work, people are losing their homes, people are, you know, struggling. Just the way a lot of folks like I can from my own personal experience, I have never had this much anxiety in my life. And it's like, imagine the way that people are having to live now with everything that I just mentioned and everything that's going on. And you just be scared mm-hmm. all the time. Who wants to live like that because mm-hmm. of one person's arrogance? Yeah, that's why it was a, a brother for share for a, a lot of people. And like I said, I know people are angry, and there are people that are for truth and justice who don't necessarily care because you know, we got these things going on in Portland right now. And I'm, I'm just like, look, what's happening? Oh, you don't know what's going on in Portland right now? No, I didn't hear about that. Oh, no, I'll talk to you about that later. Okay. 
Yeah, but um, I'm like, it it just it just felt good to do things back to tradition again. It, it felt good. To, I'm like, okay, let's try to get the country, country turned around. Let's see how the first hundred days goes. Because remember, the first hundred days of, of the last presidency, we had Charlottesville. That was in the first 100 days. I never realized that was the first 100 days. Shit was just going. So, it was going off. It, it was like, I was like, yo, is this it? I was like, is this what we got to do? The first 100 days of his presidency, we had Charlottesville. And you're like, <sighs> okay, sure. Let's, um, you know, this is we already know this is this is only 2017. We like how much time we got left. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. We was having a look at that. So, but the, with the inauguration, you know, say it, it was it, it was a great day. I enjoyed it. I like I watched. I literally watched all the coverage of it all day because they did. Because I'm telling you, every single CNN show that I watched, every single show I talked about it, even like the, the, the late night comedy shows like Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon or you know, what I'm saying uh, Sub Corporate Auto, they kept talking about um, the poem. And, and praising this young woman and her coming and saying like, "Look, you got my vote. Come twenty thirty six when she wants to become <laughs> when she is eligible to become president." Yeah, because she's only twenty two, so she has thirteen years before she can even run. Yeah, that's gonna come in no time. But like I said, yeah. so I, I, I will. Oh, I will definitely say, do yourself a favor, uh, Swag, because like CNN has. The whole thing, they had the whole thing in four. They have like your parts. You can watch Lady Gaga's thing, J Lo's uh, performance, and you can also watch the um, you know her, her poem, and then you can also watch uh, by the speech and stuff like that. And they're, they're all great stuff. You can just watch all sections. Then they had the, the like the after concert with Bruce Springsteen and John Legend and Katy Perry, mm-hmm. hosted by yours truly, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. So I know you was at you was right there front row. I was like, bro, you need a coat. I'll I'll run to DC right now, <laughs> hop the barrier, and everybody be like, catch him, catch him. I'm giving Tom Hanks a coat. Listen, also completely <laughs> random side note: that performance at the inauguration, which was uh, nothing. Uh-huh. Well, see, I ain't gonna get on it. I still do want to know who booked the entertainment for the actual inauguration. Because what? But. John Legend's performance at the uh, after party really made me realize why folks be like, I can't take his voice. And I was just like, you know what? I get it now. And I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it be a lot. <laughs> it just be a lot. I don't know. I'm sorry. Completely yeah. random side. No, no, I, I feel but you. I was just like, okay. I feel, I'm just saying, but you know, they, well, like I said, I, I think honestly, if there was people and we would like to, like to have a big celebration. I do think that we would have had more of the, the top stars also. I know a lot of people are going to sit there and say, we're the black folks. I mean, we did have John Legend. We did have Adrian Day that it was there also. Um, but once again, like, 2-1, the, the threat of violence was still hanging over everything. I understand. Because it was like, we, two weeks ago, we still had that Capitol thing, and we're like, Look, are they going to be t- protect these people? Or are they going to be snipers? Because you had ex-military guys that was in the state. These weren't just rednecks out and there. And they had folks who they had uh, the pool from the National Guard that twelve they thought of them. would be a threat. So I was on high alert. It, until he was officially sworn in, I was on high alert. I was sitting there looking like, yo, because we're on live TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And once it's live, it's live. And I'm just like, man. And they are crazy enough to try to do something like that. 
they are. Those things that are live have like ten second delay. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I also learned that Garth Brooks has been performing at every inauguration ceremony since Jimmy Carter. Who knew? First of all, Garth Brooks is old. Yeah, I don't even know. I may have been around the block. I did not know that. <laughs> but the only one she did perform was at Reagan. Uh huh. And forty five. <laughs> and he identifies as a Republican, so it's not about party. He just was like, I guess he didn't want no parts. Look, uh, the, the same day, I did not know George Bush even for, for Trump twice. I, I was just like, Oh, I didn't even do this. I can see him like, nope. I ain't doing it. But yeah. Oh, and by the way, he, he did find his buddy Michelle. Of course he oh, did. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. They the best. You know he did. He was he's probably looking at Lord like, oh, I wonder. You see how Michelle over there? <laughs> yeah. And, that, and, I, I, and, look, and like I said, me and me and uh, Lady Sketch were sitting there just roasting it. Like it was funny when seeing uh Bill Clinton uh leave Hillary to, to take to take pictures with black folks. It, it was funny. Yo, to me. Bill Clinton. I don't know what it is. Bill Clinton looked like he experienced life for the first time every single time I see him. Like, my <laughs> like, oh my god, that's the sky! Wow, Cloud is like, Yo, does, what, his, <laughs> what cloud I know are you on? Talking about. I understand. It, it. I'm not, it, like I said, I don't understand. So, actually, I do understand, but still, like, like when LL Cool J performed at the inauguration with uh, for Bill Clinton, and he's just looking like, oh my god! I'm like, yo, are you okay? He looks like that all the time. All the time. Do you do a favor? And go look up the Clark sisters' performance from Aretha Franklin's funeral. Ooh. Hilarious! Not the Clark sisters. Bill Clinton's reaction to the Clark it's, sisters. It's, Hilarious. Yeah, it's something. Um, Hilarious. But, but yes, moving on because we did uh, go longer than I expected on that. Uh, we definitely did. Let me run on. <laughs> hey man, know. look, it's a feel good moment. All right, yeah, Yo, you can't. Can, I didn't want to. You know, you I can't rush a fresh shower. You gonna you gonna rough him up or something? Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't he call me Young Blug or no? He called me Home or oh, Home Slice. Home Slice. <laughs> oh. uh, well, hold up, Young Blood. But yes, oh, go ahead. Be, I'm sorry. We're gonna be talking about a few things on this podcast. Uh, Spider Man Three could be in two parts. Christopher Nolan unlikely to work with Warner Brothers again. Uh, Resident Evil Showcase Hitman Three review. But first, we had lost two legends. Uh, one yesterday and one actually this morning. John Legend. God. What? <laughs> God, you you put John Legend in my head, and for some reason, like oh, shit, as shit. you once you said that, all I'm hearing in the back of my head, oh, I'm like, oh my. God. Ed, listen, edit that out. Don't put that in the universe. I, oh my God. <laughs> we have lost two legends: Hank, mm. uh, Hank Aaron, and Larry mm. King. Uh, Miss Annie, you know a bit more about both of them than I do, so I- I'm not sure. If you, you I, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, so high. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying. I'm just like, how did I know he who <laughs> beat a war? <laughs> so, okay, of course I messed it up. <laughs> um, Hank Aaron, you know, what I'm saying a baseball legend, Hall of Famer, who. Hank Aaron was, if you were a black kid growing up in school, they only taught you taught you about two baseball players. That was Jackie Robinson and Hank Aaron. And Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, like Willie Mays and Ken Griffey Jr., had to learn for yourself. Unfortunately, okay. I remember Ken Griffey Jr. from when we were actually kids. Like, I yeah. remember when he was actually so playing, playing baseball. That yeah. makes me feel old as shit, but still. And Barry Bonds. Unfortunately, I pay more to Screws, I, I guess. 
Unfortunately, with the what schools that I grew up with, they only taught us about Jackie Robinson. Okay. We grew up in West, Westview? Uh, Northeast Airport, so yeah. I, I was around there for <laughs> elementary school. So that, that could be the reason. <laughs> that could be the reason. Well, um, he is known definitely for just, you know, the same thing Jackie Robinson was doing is fight segregation in the MLB and uh, fight racism. And one thing that Hank Aaron was known for is because uh, he was the one that beat Babe Ruth's home run record. Oh, I know. They probably mad. Big man, Babe That was the most iconic scene where uh Hank Aaron was uh, stepping up and he knew that the next home run was going to, you know, be Babe Ruth's because at that time there is no other than Babe Ruth the way, you know, the world was thinking. Remember back then that's when baseball was America's game. Mm-hmm. Before football before football took their place. And there's the iconic scene of Hank Aaron uh hitting the homer and the two white guys is coming out to the field. And I remember him in the interview saying, I thought they was coming to like kill Beat my me. ass. So I wouldn't finish this home run either, but they they came out to the field. Don't still know how they got out there, but they came out to the field and they congratulated him and was cheering him on all the way until he got to home base. Wow. So yeah, so it's it's an iconic scene that they, they show everywhere on all kinds of sports and stuff like that. And uh he was a twenty-five time all star. I'm looking uh, at his his uh, accolades like wait a minute. Now, I'm telling you right now, when it comes to All-Stars, the hardest All-Star game to make is MLB. Deion Sanders will tell you that. Barry Bonds will tell you that. And a lot of people will tell you that. The easiest All-Star game to get into is the NFL. Of course. Okay? Because NFL is favoritism. It's all about fans. But They don't like playing anyway. And then, so, and then basketball is right there in the middle. Right. And, it, 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 uh, and the highest All-Star in basketball is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with 19 All-Star appearances. Jeez. But somebody on the level of Hank Aaron uh, played from 1955, 1975, 25-time All-Star went every single year. That's wild. World Series champion in 1957 and then the NL MVP. Golden Glove Award, batting champion, home run leader for four years. Yeah, these... Um, uh, he has his now retired from the Atlanta Braves, the 44. That's the team I most uh, know him for. And then, of course, the one for Milwaukee Brewers at 44 as well. He, he has a – and it was inducted first ballot Hall of Famer in 1982. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, um, there, uh, Hank Aaron had a job at Turner, and I remember he was one of the reasons uh, if, for, for those who listen to my wrestling podcast – Got Bill Watts fired from the racist WCW at the time. Wait, what happened? Uh, Bill Watts took over at WCW, and um, he did an interview that said a lot of racist stuff. And Hank Aaron had a position in Turner at the time. And Bill Watts took a picture with Hank Aaron, you know, when Hank Aaron came into the building and everything like that. And Hank Aaron doesn't know about the business or doesn't know who Bill Watts is. Exactly. So you see a random guy, you know, happy to see Hank Aaron. But then when he when, when somebody brought the comments to his attention about the interview, he said, who the hell is this guy? Oh, the guy I'm taking a picture with? Oh, never talk. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, yeah, so uh, Bill Watts was let go. So, uh... Oh, he got the Presidential Medal of Freedom? Didn't know that? I think, I think uh, who, who gave it to him? Um, was, was he was a, presented it by no, he got the Presidential Citizens Medal from Clinton, 
and the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Little Bush. Uh, whoa. <laughs> I was oh you you know, John Lewis made sure Little Bush walked over that Ebbets Pettit Bridge at least once. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that was a blow. First of all, a lot of people was just like, wait, man, I know Hank Ever's still living. To be honest with you, I, there are a lot of people. God, I did not know. I also apparently he got the COVID vaccine earlier this month. Oh wow! Like to uh, it was they didn't. They, he just said he died in his sleep. Uh huh. But I just read that in the his Wikipedia. Him and Andrew Young and somebody else. Andrew got, Young got the got, got the COVID got vaccine on, on TV. I think uh-huh. to you know demonstrate that it was safe to get. I ain't, listen. I didn't see that probably because we not down in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna lie to you. When they said he died, I honestly didn't know he was still around. I, <laughs> I know that sounds horrible, but I was like, damn, he's still alive. What's well, a shame he died. I didn't even. I, but yeah. Mm. Like I said he he lived a very gracious and profound life. Mm-hmm. Then we got it. Then we go over to the other one that we lost. Larry King. Now, when it comes to Larry King, uh, of course, we, you know, Larry King is most known for his his show that he has. What was it called? Larry King tonight. Yeah, um, just... yeah I believe. Okay, so, so uh, the thing is, Larry King came on CNN a lot, and I, obviously, when it comes to what I call like news, news, I watch CNN mm-hmm. because. Fox 29, I'm about to say, I get nothing serious out of my Fox 29 if I don't wake up early enough. And, uh, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I, I don't watch, I, I refuse to watch Fox News. And, uh, I don't, MSNBC is cool, but they're boring. I don't like the people they got on there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not saying that they're not positive progressive, but I'm just saying, but the, the, I, the people on there are boring. Like, me personally, like I said, see, Anderson Cooper drew me into CNN. Chris Como drew me into CNN. Don Lemon drives drove me, drove me into CNN. And then I remember watching a lot of the... Uh, I, I'm sorry. It? I'm just looking up Larry King highlights. He had an interview with Marlon Brando and they kissed on the mouth? I'm so confused. <laughs> what is happening? You know what? <laughs> oh, no. Larry King Live was the name, Larry King Live was the name of the show. Yes. Which, 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 which was from 1985... To 2010. Jeez. So, he hosted that, that show for a long time. A long time. Yeah. Uh, look, he had a podcast also uh, since 2012 called Larry King Now. Okay, yeah. I've seen clips of that. I saw the clip mm. um, Jennifer Lewis posted. She went on there on her birthday. He gave her some flowers and sang to her. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, like I said, other than watching his show, you know, uh, a, a little bit of him asking what they used to call the hard questions yeah. to a lot of his guests, uh, less guests in the background, uh, you know, a very, you know, informative type show of, uh, what I can say, I do know that, uh, late last year he was fighting COVID. Yes. Yeah. He caught, I don't know. They did. Uh, they, according to some things I read, they didn't release what he, um, died from yet. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it was still complications from COVID or whatever the case may be, but I know in late November, December, he was fighting. I think it, it was December. December. Um, the thing that says, the article that says he's been hospitalized actually from earlier this month. Uh-huh. 
so yeah, he he had diabetes and um he I believe they say around the week of Christmas or so they had said he got it. Oof. He also lost two children last year. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Did they say how? Um, his son, 65-year-old Andy King, passed away of a heart attack in late July, followed by his 52-year-old daughter, I, I want to say Chaya. I don't. I hope that's not wrong. Chaya King, who died in August, shortly after being diagnosed with lung cancer. Lord. That's... That is... That's, yeah. I, like, I, I, I don't know what to say to that. Um, the only recent memory I have of Larry King, I was watching an interview with uh, Danny Pudi. Uh, he's in he's on Community. If you don't know him, he played a, uh, a bed in Community, and mm-hmm. it was actually hilarious. Larry King asked him, he's like, "What's some luxuries you have in life?" And Danny Pudi's like, "Oh, you know, just you know, good coffee, cozy socks." And Larry King's like, "That's not that's not luxury." Danny Pudi's like, "Come on, Larry." Larry <laughs> He was like, Larry, give me a luxury. I'm like, what's a luxury? He was like, a private jet. And then Danny Pudi just pauses and look at him. He's like, Larry, I'm on DuckTales. <laughs> like, why would I just have a, why would I have a private jet? I, I laughed so hard at that. That's the most recent memory I have uh, of Larry King. <laughs> he, just, he looked at me in the face and like, our money different. <laughs> I, you know, a random aside. <laughs> Old folks gotta realize that when you're talking to like millennials and what they call zennials, who are like the folks who are on the cusp of millennial and Gen X, mm-hmm. our luxuries are not the same luxuries. Even when we get money, it's right, still yeah. not the same. A comfortable chair is a luxury. To a me. comfortable yeah. chair, some coffee, like a nice from foreign country that tastes delicious, is a luxury, Larry. <laughs> A, a working washing machine. It's <laughs> big luxury. I, I, w- I remember one time I went to my local grocery store and saw they had uh, self checkout lines. That was a luxury to me. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Can I ask, can I ask what your lo- local grocery store is? You always said like like we the ads. <laughs> no, it, it, it's Acme. It was like this was like a, like a year ago. Like where they- you're the only one I know. Who says that? He local like, grocery uh, store. You say like we in a rural community, and our local grocery exactly. store is thirty miles away. Like I don't understand. Like, every time I have a, I'm like, hey, hey, so what I do? I got to drop by our local grocery store. Uh, okay. I, I don't is know. Secret, I, I, do you not want me to? Do you not want me to see you in a grocery store shop at the same time? Like, is it? Is this something that you got to do? Say, bro, we live in the same locality. We got to be both at the same store. Like. I don't <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Now that I'm thinking, he, about, I don't know he why. Either, I said that. He either go really late at night or early in the morning. I don't want to run into nobody. <laughs> I, I do like going late at night. <laughs> now, I, nowadays, I'm not bad at going to the store or yeah. early or late at night and not seeing people. But local grocery store is funny. Well, I don't know why. I, I'm, I I never noticed it until now. <laughs> 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 I never noticed that. I said that, but um, yeah. That's so yeah, no, uh, but so yeah, he he was the like the the newscaster, especially of when in, in my era of when I was growing up, <laughs> it was like every, everybody wanted to be on Larry King. Larry King had everybody on there. He even had the cast of Arthur on Larry King. Okay, really? Yeah, when they was doing the Elmwood City One Hundred, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 
Oh yeah, if you watch the episode, they on Prime. I don't know if it's still on Prime or not right now, but uh, you know uh, when they do, you know now it's time for you know talk to some kids, whatever the case may be. Yeah, they had Larry King on there talking about them doing the play for uh, Elmwood City Turner One Hundred. The actual characters, not the people who like voice them. Right? It, it was the actual characters. Hilarious. Arthur, Francine, Buster, and Brain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dead serious. They had some interesting that. names. <laughs> Buster Brain. Okay. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, rest of power to both Hank Al- uh, Aaron and Larry King. Hank I, Allen. I, I Lord, keep saying Hank Allen. What's going on? If you mention this black excellence one more time. <laughs> I, I keep saying, I don't <laughs> know. What's to kill going off the on. singer. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yes, uh, let's get into the other news. Uh, Their funerals could be at a local grocery store near you. <laughs> I'm walking to a grocery store and see your funeral. I'm, I'm like, what in the world did I, I, I walk into? It, 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 it sounded like he lived like like deep in the backwoods of playing me. That's the it's, way he's talking it, about it, like local grocery store. Like it's a mom and pop shop, and you got to run and tab there. Is it like like it only got like four aisles in the whole store? <laughs> we can order it for you. That's what that. That's what local, usually, local grocery stores have no names. It'd be like market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about a big corporation like Agbe that's literally all over the United States. It's just like... <laughs> we gonna stop. We gonna stop messing with I'm sorry. Just call me your God. That's hilarious. I never noticed. I've been saying that until now. Um, <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Let's let's talk about him for a second. Um, I'm getting this on IndieWire.com. This week in the Wall Street Journal, put into words that we all have suspected. After Warner Brothers had made their controversial decision to move its 2021 slate to a hybrid release model, Tenet filmmaker Christopher Nolan is likely unlikely to return to the studio with his next project. I think we all expected this to come. I'm not going to lie. I think we all expected this to come. However, it is kind of crazy. He was like during the pandemic, he was trying to get people to go to the movie theater so hard. Yeah, like bro, I understand being a purist. I I totally but... yeah. I told you want your art to be in the purest form possible. But with everything is going on, it's not possible. Like that, that it's not possible. Like, it doesn't make sense. It it seems counterproductive, sir. Yeah. I've never seen and listen, it's not no knock to Christopher Nolan's filmmaking, but I've never seen a Christopher Nolan film that made me want to risk my life during a pandemic to go watch it in a movie. Not only that, risk your life to a movie theater that's three hours away. <laughs> To see a film by Christopher Nolan. What? But you know, with, with all this man, the question is, where he gonna go? That that's what I want to know. But I feel like Christopher Nolan is one of them names where studios just want to pay for. But okay, well, who, look at it this way. I'm a, I'm gonna read something to you. Mm-hmm. Paramount Pictures has spent the pandemic selling off titles to uh to uh because they seen uh cash strapped to take you know on uh. You know they can't take on the amount that the that uh, the two hundred million dollar tenant took. Sony isn't in better shape because they uh, forgo to release the once more time of Hollywood to China. I mean in China. Uh, then you have D- Disney has the money to fund the Nolan epic, but he don't make Disney demographic movies. Right. Which they even still, even though Red Tails is on Disney Plus, uh, they are not going to uh, make those kind of. Uh, he ain't gonna make those kind of movies. So the question is, um, 
the best, uh, as I'm reading here, where you're reading at IndieWire.com, that one of the best tools that is in the house that's available could be Universal Pictures. But once again, I, I I don't know. I mean, I understand being angry, but I, I, I don't necessarily like the way Warner Bros. has handled the whole the WB thing, even though, like I said, now knowing how they did handle it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know what other... I, I don't know what the option it is. I can see him really going out and being like, I'm going to make my own production company. That's like, what I was going to say. He, I feel like he's powerful now. He stands on his laurels hard enough that I can see him doing that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I see him. And I'm not that. mad at him for standing up for what he believes in. It's just at this point in time, you got to learn to pivot. And it because it, it doesn't mean that you have to give up what you... If that's the case, if it's like I'm, I really don't want my stuff being released at home, then you have to just, I guess, put a pause on making movies for the moment, because you're just not going to have. You don't want. You don't have anywhere to release them right now. Movie theaters are in the gutter. They are, and like I say, depending on what this plan that our president is trying to uh, put into action, it will be to see if the, if the movie theaters can actually survive to the summertime. Right. They got to be able to make it to. The, uh, the, the summertime. It ain't just easy. Like the, the, Even the ones that are open, some people are just not going to feel comfortable going to the movie, no matter how safe they are, no matter how not safe they are. And besides, like as of now, our local movie theater is uh, <laughs> is closed down. There is yeah, no more Regal. There's no more Regal theaters. That's and, the closest one to And AMC too close to me. Too close or too hot. It's too close. You ask, you want me to believe that people who don't be wanting to get popcorn up off the floor, the <laughs> floors are sticky. Y'all think they're coming here and wipe down these seats after every show? Yes, yeah, stop it. And, and, and on top of all that, I'm like, now look, as much, I, first of all, I want the movie, movie theater experience. I'm going to tell you right now, when movie theaters open back up, I'm going to go there and buy literally all the food in the world. I'm going to buy me an expensive hot dog. Hey, yo, you, Some you, popcorn. You got that drug dealer money. You, <laughs> that's what you need yeah. to be able to afford all that. If the movie is open back up, you know, uh, and, and we get another st- another uh, stimulus, then yeah, right all that. I'm, I'm give me a hot dog, nachos, popcorn, bunch of crunch, candy, Twizzlers, and all that stuff. Because you know I don't eat the movie theater at all, and I'm gonna sit there and just enjoy the movie theater. Because I, I I love the movie. Th- I'm a guy who loves movies. Mm-hmm. I love the movie theater experience. I love it, mm-hmm. but honestly, that right now we are in a situation that is unexplainable. I mean, it's just it's just beyond crazy, and it's something that we really are going to have to take time to try to figure this thing out. And I understand. I, I'm a Christopher Nolan. I, I, his 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 work of art is meant for the theaters, but you get, you got to also necessarily to just be safe. Tenet did not make the money that he was expecting it to make. He really thought people was willing to risk it all for him. And I I, I mean I, I mean look, it's it, nice. You should be on biggest cheerleader, but I, I mean it's not because I if depending on what the Christopher Nolan movie was is if I will go see it or not. But it's like I'm looking it at it. Sound like Tenet wasn't even really <laughs> well. A lot of people. You know, even respect the movie, movie critics that I watched did not like, like actually reviewed and I like did not like the movie Tenet. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think going to the movies would have changed that. Yeah, right. and it's just like, and I'm just like, look, I'm be honest with you, y'all. Uh, I like John David Washington and all, mm-hmm. but he ain't selling a movie for me yet. 
No, he's he's not that like, big a star. Malcolm and Marie is all about Zendaya. That, that's all I was about I'm, to say. I'm watching that for her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I ain't watching because that for I'm, her. I'm I'm trying to see the, the job that uh, Zendaya can do, mm-hmm. and I, I just love the whole black and white aspect of it. I'm just like I I want to see what, what what she can do. And not saying that John David Washington is uh, a bad actor, but he has not earned the title of Baby Denzel yet. Right. He still got it from John Boyega. He came from that man's loins. Sway. Yeah. Please tell my wife who Baby Denzel is. I'm well aware. No, no, no. You want to hear? You want to hear the name again? I understand that John Boyega is then Baby Denzel. You damn skip. That's cool. But John David Washington came from that man's nuts. Prove it. Because John Boyega and Denzel take the same kind of. Denzel had the same kind of profile swag, like especially when Denzel had that flight look. I'm just like they got the same kind of profile. I'm sorry. In my opinion, John Boyega is a better actor than. John David Washington. I'm not disputing yeah. that fact. I, okay. They, they just give him like ter- like I haven't heard from John Boyega since Pacific Rim Two. I was just like they fucked him up with them. Well, this- you know, he's the blacks said they're gonna keep him working. Yeah, they did. Oh, Tommy is going to get worried. I'm saying, but well, right now it's, a, yeah. it's up in there. Black Twitter, <laughs> Black Twitter throwing like they they all over Star Wars for like um for selling us a black Jedi but not giving it to us. Look, a lot of people pissed off about Star Wars, especially yeah. how it ended. And I still have yet to see that movie, John and that, that was the last. He need more credit. Say what? He needs more credit. Oh, I oh yeah. I call him Baby Denzel. I get John mean, Boyega no, all the credit. No, I'm saying it over. I'm not saying you don't, but I'm like John Boyega. He he needs more. Yeah, I, I, I really think that he he needs he needs that because, like I said, before even Star Wars, the Pacific Rim Two was a setback. Okay, he, he he did his he did everything he could do with the part that he was given, but I'm just like, but mm, I'm sorry, no, that's that's that's, that's not necessarily. Uh, he he needs something else, but in the meantime, like I say, John David Washington is not him, and Bill Skarsgård was not selling the 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 whole Tenant movie for me. I'm like, if I was able to watch it at home, y'all yeah, watch it, get a review at, at the time, but it's it's kind of like when it, it was trial and error. It was like look at Christopher Nolan his movie. You know, honestly, I'll say it like this: If Tenet had worked, and it was, a, it, it got a good, you know, uh, uh, audience rating, and it got a good Rotten Tomato score, which I think it still got a solid Rotten Tomato score, and it was perceived better, and <clears throat> made more money in the theaters, then maybe this whole WB HBO Max thing wouldn't happen the way it did. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He but, was a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Because it's it's kind of like, if you look back at certain movies, I'm like, I think when. Because send it with Mulan. They said we'll, we'll put out something Ooh. that was something that was supposed to come out. That didn't work out like they thought it was. Exactly, it backfired on them. I was like, okay, <laughs> now see, Disney is able to let something backfire on them. And be like, all right, screw it. I mean, they can lose good. that money. Not good, really. That's no. a good risk. <laughs> if we keeping it a buck, Disney living check to check like a lot of folks. If you haven't noticed, because the parks. Are a mess. All that shit is really. It may be different entities, but it's it's a lot of it's tied together. So they're taking hits all over. They are taking hits, but I'm saying when it comes to the streaming service, but that was just making the most money because they have the most uh, subscribers of all streaming services right now. Oh, they they jumped like that. They, they jumped a, a hell of a long time since uh when they made that jump and they they, they jumped a, a shit ton in the first year yeah. post post HBO Max. Now, obviously, they're still catching up to Netflix. Netflix is the it's the king right now. Netflix is a juggernaut right now. But if Mulan had worked, 
if it was perceived better, if you know people was willing to pay that much money for Mulan, I think black we would have seen Black Widow already. Yep, you're right. But Mulan, it was you had to give a movie that was big enough to be a sacrificial lamb, but not smarter. Because honestly, if Mulan had worked, we probably would have to pay for Soul. That's what I, I mean. I was about to say, yeah. like, we would have had to definitely pay for Soul if Mulan had worked. Yeah. But Mulan, the movie itself, I watched it. I think is what what really was the biggest downfall. Yeah. And, and after I watched, I was like, this ain't something I will pay thirty dollars for. Mm-mm. This ain't something that I would voluntarily go out my way and get the DVD of. But it wasn't in my worst. I mean, it wasn't some people's worst of twenty twenty. But it wasn't in my worst, and it wasn't. It it's not like my it best. Was just it was just there. And I was just like, I like this more than I like. I'm, you know what? Maybe I give. I don't know. It, when, when I was a crazy thing, you didn't like Mulan the movie in the first place. I, right. I like yeah. Mulan. Period. Yeah. So I'm. It's not so so I, 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 I was out there hashtag giving it a chance to see how the live action one would work. I was like, hmm, no, I don't think it's doing it. But you know, so maybe now once again there is a faith that the movie theaters can truly open back up. People look. I'm telling y'all right now. June ain't that far off. Mm-hmm. It, we're, we're still in January, and remember, like when uh, me and my wife went to go see Little Brother, like March fifth, mm-hmm. and the world turned upside down. I blinked, and then we had COVID, and I blinked again. W- you know, it was it was uh, my daughter's birthday, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute, that that whole first year, half of the year flew by. When you get old, time moves fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> When you when you get to over thirty, time start moving at lightning speed. So it it can be sooner rather than later before the movie theater starts. And like I said, it ain't like I probably in there in there working. Like he just signed something else, you know, something else today about this uh one point nine trillion plan to help get us, you know, more money. That's gonna help schools, that's gonna help these movie theaters, that's gonna help these businesses try to stay afloat. Uh, until you know, saying we can get some more of these vaccines out. Yeah. Because see now, when you had top people like I'm sorry, Andrew Young been through hella high water, and if Andrew Young go on there getting a shot, I'm like I, I can I can man up and get a shot. <laughs> Andrew Young, uh, bro, that man like first of all, just being a friend with Dr. King is hell. Okay, <laughs> and I don't mean at being a person. I'm talking about them, that is the biggest target. That they had the FBI had. I'm just saying, and he went through hell and high water and been through some shit. And I'm I just think, like, if that old that old man who is old now, I think uh, at this point, it's I just want people who really needed to get it, and that's that seems to be the biggest problem. And that's because there was everybody, if there wasn't a plan, and everybody is trying their best to knock folks down in line so they don't can't, they can't get it and mm. everything. I don't want everybody who is supposed that really needs it. Like people at your local grocery store, people and your <laughs> doctors and things like that. And like everybody who has to constantly interact with the public. Yeah. Who does not who I can't say everybody, but who has to interact with the public who there are some folks who don't care. Mm-hmm. Because the folks who don't care about taking care of themselves or others during the pandemic got to eat too, mm-hmm. or they got to get sick too. It, that's that's the biggest thing right now, and it's just like I get it. I want the small, especially small businesses and things like that, to survive. But I just uh, we got to think. We got bigger stuff to think about right now. That's mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Like 
I understand. I want the movies to make it to at least, you know, through the year so mm. they can come back. But me not being able to go to the movies and see a Christopher Nolan movie is not at the top of my list right now. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> if we're being completely honest here. Mm-hmm. Right. Your final thoughts, Robert? I said, I said everything. I took too much time. Oh, no, yeah, I, uh, I, I said what all I had to say. I was going to move on to uh, movie delays now that we are talking about the movie theater. Uh, Disney did announce some movie delays. Um, I know Sony announced some movie delays. Sony announced uh, Morbius and Venom 2 will be delayed. Uh, TBDH. Uh, there's no... Uh, TBD, I'm sorry. There's no determined date. Say, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> There's no date for it yet from what I've well, seen. I'm about to say, to be honest, I know so happy about it. Man, yeah. We, we don't need all that. Uh, but the movies that uh, have been delayed that I've seen has an actual release date. The Kingsman, uh, which is the Kingsman prequel that mm-hmm. everyone is, in the world is waiting for, has moved from March 3rd to August 20th. The Bob's Burgers movie Good. has been moved from April 9th to indefinitely. The uh, what movie? The Bob's Burger movie. I thought you said the Bob Barker movie. I said, we making a movie about prices, right? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I will watch that. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I will watch that. There's a movie called Ron Gone Wrong. that um That's supposed to be released April 23rd. It's going to be releasing at October 22nd now. The Night House is now have a date of July 16th. Uh, there was no previous date for it before. The Eyes of Tammy Faye was, um, it doesn't give me a previous release date, but it's now going to be released September 24th. Antlers, which is now dated for October 29th. Nightmare Alley, which is now slated for December 3rd. Those are the movies that um, I've seen that are official uh, with official dates, and I know uh, the Quiet Place Two has been delayed again, but there's no uh, date for it yet. So hopefully we get to see. You know, Can you play the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yes. Okay, I just I was curious. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not mad at all that because a lot of movies that you have said are not movies that are going to get the, that are in the limelight right now. Right, and I, I think that when we're going to streaming services or theaters are about to open. If if theaters are opening, say like April or May, right? Mm-hmm. They're opening back up because more people have gotten their vaccine, stuff like that. Then you know it'll be c- c- closer to you know having that kind of stuff. The first thing I want to go see is a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I've been out of the movies for so long; they're just going to attract me. Black Widow, Fast and Furious Nine, right? Those kind of movies are gonna are gonna drive people to the movie theater. I'm not gonna go um see the Bob Berg movie. Oh, yeah, I, no. I'm not, I, not yet. Not when I got I mean, what I wanna see, absolutely, but do I wanna see when I got a whole list of stuff going on? Don't forget I still got my HBO Max stuff coming on. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and so in in the early releases, like we we got um that new Denzel movie coming out next Friday, which I I, I want to see with Denzel, Romney Malik, and um, you know from uh, Morbius, Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. That that movie comes out next week on HBO Max. Then we got Judas and the Black Messiah. Then we're going to get into the lights. Then we're about to get the Suicide Squad. All that stuff is early, right? Mm-hmm. All, then Immortal Combat is in April. Justice League is coming out early. They moved actually. They moved that up. I didn't know that. So because uh, 
<clears throat> they're really trying to get Justice League, I think, out by early quarter two. Mm-hmm. So that will be April sometime. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make it a March or not, but it's going to be April sometime. So if I got one of those movies, movies that you just said, uh, I'm just like, hmm, what, what was, the, what was the, the, the first movie that you did say, though, other than Venom and uh, Morbius? Uh, let me go back. Um, I closed that tab. I do apologize. Uh, okay. The Kingsman. Oh, I do not care about the Kingsman right, Yeah, the all. second one was meh. Yeah. The first one was great. The second one was meh, and I don't care enough for it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of over the Kingsman. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of over the Kingsman. After, after like the first the, one, was, yeah. After I saw the direction of the second one, I was like, oh, all right. I don't really yeah, care. and Holly Berry ain't do nothing. So at all, everybody can't. Everybody can't add Holly Berry like John Wick can get away with it. It's man. <laughs> so. You know, when you got the heavy blockbusters coming out, I'm like, man, that's going that's going to dominate the movie scene when they when they first open back up. To, I mean, to the point where it's like, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, whether you got your vaccine or not, like I said, if you probably still got to wear your mask, but it's like, okay, uh, but you can still come out to the movie theaters and stuff like that. And it's it's probably going to be a thing now where they're going to check to see if you, you know, like a vaccine proof type thing. Right. I think, I think that uh, it's going to get vaccine. to that and folks are going to be upset. I think they're going to have like a vaccine vaccine passport or something like that. I heard something uh-huh. like that. They, they want people to have that to travel now. Right. That, that, that That's yeah. one of the proposed plans. I mean, wait, and look, if they get mad, they're going to get mad. I mean, they mad now. No <laughs> 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 You're mad now. We so gotta let's say we gotta. Unfortunately, we have to reap the repercussions of how this was handled. Exactly, that's because what it there is. are plenty of other places. I can't say plenty. There are other places that really just got through it and had just been monitoring and living cautiously, living their life. Who don't have to go through all of this? But we unfortunately live in a place where it was a joke. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's what this is. What we stuck with at this point. Yeah, and, and, and we are behind the curve on that. So I'm like, me personally, whatever rule that they're going to have mm-hmm. is not enough rule that's going to bob it. Look, come on. All three of us are black in America. Yep. Mm-hmm. Following rules is, is, is way better. This does not take away my freedom. Trust me. We ain't never had nothing. Okay, so it ain't taking away no freedom. It ain't taking away my rights. Nobody cares about our rights right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, look, if I got to bring a, a vaccine thing in, in into a movie theater that I want to go see, I'm like, sure. Mm-hmm. No problem. If I got to wear a mask, no problem. If I got to do this, if I got to do that, no problem. That don't bother me. Right. It, it don't bother me at all, especially if, if, if something that I want to go out and do. If I want to go out there and, see, and go out there and spend my money to go see these movies... You know, if I, I mean, don't don't have me spend my money and then I can't get my money back. You saying I can't come in, then we got a problem. Mm-hmm. But other than that, if it's say like, look, you got to have this, this ready, and this ready, and this ready, I'm like, sure. Because you know, y- y'all know me. I would love to go back to the movie, especially when I had uh, Cinemia. Right. I was going to say, I, uh, imagine if they came out now. I, I mean, feel they like if they came out back after back. the um, when movie theaters open back up and they came out again, I feel like they will get more business then. I don't. I think the business plan, the business model was flawed for yeah, things like Cinemia and um, no, movie, movie Pass. pass. Was. They're <laughs> not. They're not coming back. It's. It, there's no way to um, profit. There's no. It's not a profit on that. Okay, gotcha. Um, yes. Now, one thing that people may be excited about, 
is the rumor that the Batman animated series may be having the sequel developed for HBO Max. Um, I'm actually surprised about this. I was not expecting this whatsoever. Now, if they do, are going to do a sequel, I'm pretty sure it's going to have the same animation style, pretty much exactly what we got with the Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly don't know what other stories they can tell at this point. I mean, you have a full catalog of Batman stories, but I feel like it's time has passed already for the Batman animated series. Mr. Um, Andy, I, I know you were big on this show, so... Loved it. Made sure I watched it every single day. And they did try to do a sequel, which is called Batman Beyond. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. yeah so Batman Beyond was actually a, a, a dope show also. However, if they want to do a direct sequel from Batman, the animated series, there's, pl- there's plenty of ways you can go. Because we ended with uh, Tim Drake and Batgirl and Nightwing. The, the whole Bat Family type thing. We could explore Red Hood. We can explore um, uh, Kathy Kane, or we can explore Damian Wayne. Right. We can explore Oracle. We can explore like those kind of things where like Batman Beyond literally just jumped all them years because we were going into New Millennium. Right. I remember the hype around Batman Beyond because Batman anime series ended. I think I want to say nineteen ninety seven. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, and I, and I, I had, oh, I have all the DVDs, but I, uh, they're all on HBO Max, and uh, the only thing, the only thing about, it, I was like, okay, cool, because uh, now everybody was all Millennium thing, Millennium. Every time, when anything was about to be the Millennium, everything turned to two thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, and it was man. actually four <laughs> line of money. Like even look, even when it was a Russell fan, WrestleMania two thousand. I'm like, we get it. Any we're going Y two K. It was it, it was it was all all these kinds of. So they was like, well, we're gonna do Batman Beyond. We're gonna jump fifty something plus years into the future with the Terry McGinnis day, which wasn't what was wasn't a bad series, but it didn't last as long as the Batman anime series. I'm like, why don't we just dial it back and we can come into the, there's more stories to tell and more villains that, that and we can exploit that we have not done just yet. Cause honestly the, the DC animation's been pretty good. I just started checking out that Harley Quinn show that you told me to check out. Oh, it's phenomenal. And that Harley Quinn show is good. Yeah, it's hilarious. I love it. And, you know, it, it really is good. Like I said, D- DC is doing good th- stuff on the on the TV front. So uh, I still haven't checked out Batgirl yet. Batgirl just started up, so I haven't checked. I haven't checked her out yet. But I, I mean, I'm for. It. I think there's other stories you can tell, and you don't. It can be a. It can be like a loosely kind of a reboot type sequel. I mean, because you can. They went from the uh, the Adventures of Batman and Robin, and they just jumped to the whole Bat Family thing. Uh-huh. Well, I'm like, now you can you can you know go with Damian Wayne because you you ended at Tim Drake, so he can go he can go ahead and be Red Robin for all that. Right, you can even do a Gotham Knights storyline. You can. I mean, when you're dealing with comics and stuff like that, right. the possibilities are endless because exactly. it's there's countless stories from countless different different authors and everything like that. So I mean, you know, I, I'm for it. Um, Lady Sketch, I'm not sure if you were a big fan of the Batman animated series or not. Uh, I mean, I watched it as a kid. Okay. Like, I watched everything else, X-Men, Spider-Man, all that, but I I don't have much input. Gotcha. I was, um, I was actually going to ask if they were to reboot it or have a sequel of the series, what would you want to see out of it to get you interested? Um, 
Honestly, I don't know. I feel like Willie Gilba. Shut up. <laughs> it'd be one of those things where I'd watch it with him. Mm-hmm. Um, just to check it out. Honestly, the only reason I probably would watch it is nostalgia. I don't really have, you know, the connection, I guess. Cause I don't I don't read comics like that. Right. So it's not like something that I'm like, oh, I want to see, you know, this story or whatever. That's why I was just sitting back here quiet. Right, right. Let the audience <laughs> I'm telling you, sorry, I was trying. I'm trying to get to watch Wandavision. Oh, you haven't watched it? I haven't. Honestly, <laughs> I'm shocked. Actually. No, 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 no joke. I haven't been watching as much TV since we've been stuck in the house. Okay, that's fair. And that's fair. I don't know, like even shows that I know for a fact I personally want to see. I have been putting it off and putting it off and putting. I don't know why. Yeah. I haven't been able to get through a TV show or a book really good since. Like I want to say April, May. Yeah. I don't know why. I can understand that. I, I barely watch shows now. The only reason I'm watching WandaVision is because it's Marvel, and mm-hmm. <laughs> like I need something. That's the main reason. I mean, now I mean I do respect y'all, but I I don't get it. But I, I'll say I because because I'm a movie guy. I love watching movies. It, first of all, it's a great escape from the world. Right. And I don't. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the small screen stuff. That's why I have Hulu. And I have YouTube on my Nintendo Switch and my phone, along with all the apps. I'm just not a small screen, unless I'm sitting down eating, whether mm-hmm. we did downstairs in my dining room or in my kitchen. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm sitting there like, hmm. I'll watch it here, but knowing damn, well, I'm gonna go upstairs and be, you know, immersed, immersed in the TV, in 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 the in, in, in TV. And like I said, besides the stuff that we, we review here on this channel, I have to watch TV. Mm-hmm. I have to watch. I have to watch wrestling. I have to watch certain shows. I have to watch these movies to you know to maintain. And like I say it's it, it's easy. I guess it's easier for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I I just I've been feeling real yeah. disconnected since we probably because yeah. we sitting in here looking at screens all the time. I guess I, 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 I can't speak for y'all. I just know like when when new stuff is coming out, especially like the, like the Wandavision stuff. I was like, oh, psh, easily. I watch. I watch Wandavision. Every uh, right when it's turning midnight on Friday, I try to turn it on. It's okay. there. Okay, you got that. I, <laughs> I yeah, wait till I wait till a little bit, like after the day during Friday. So I, uh, I the, 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 the reason was because I'm up, and like I said, if I, I, I and I, I do that, and then more recently, I've been watching the news at night. Mm-hmm. You know, say because I'm just like I like being. You know, and the, the, the true reason is I'm not trying to suck up. The true, the true reason is I like to be educated so I can have conversations with my wife. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not gonna say it just talk like you know, not know certain shit. You know, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna go and see what's going out in the world. And the only news I can't, like I said, Fox 29. I don't get. I, I wake up. Hey, have you seen Fox 29 news? Right. Yes. Okay. I don't. My Jerry ain't teaching me nothing. Mm-hmm. I actually, <laughs> I, yeah. Like I said. They they talk about real news from like four to five in the morning, and everything else is they just bullshit. And I'm like, that's why everybody likes no, it. No, I think they yeah. talk about news because yeah. I remember watching it when I when we used to go to work when outside was open. Yeah, I would watch the news when I was getting ready. Mm-hmm. Once you hit about the eight o'clock hour, eight yeah. thirty, yeah, pushing it. Nine o'clock was nothing. There was yeah. no news. No news to be had. Exactly. Nine o'clock is probably the hour when um, Alex was scooching and smacked her face on the floor. Yeah, see stuff like that. But I saw, I saw usually like like as of right now we're recording this right now. I'm like, okay, Anderson Cooper three sixty. So I'll check that out. Or 
you know, I'll watch Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon, or or I'll watch me a black exploitation movie, right. or I just a, just a movie cause I like watch movies, and, and then my wife be like, "You watch that again? Or you watch that right now?" I'm like, "Yeah, come on, let's get to it." She's like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so, and then like I said, I I, I be really want to show up like, "Hey, I be hitting like you know WandaVision on you know what I'm saying? New Day Wanda a new episode." I said, "Man, this one was crazy." I was I was waiting for her to be like, "So what happened?" I'm, she she just walked on by. I was like, "Dang." <laughs> That I'm like, oh, well, I don't go invite. I'm just gonna watch it myself. Yeah, I said, but then and uh, you know, oh, sorry, it's it's I can't. I understand. It's like this. If I didn't pay for any of your movie tickets, you wouldn't have seen none of these movies. <laughs> look, look, <laughs> she get she get a free ride. I'll say it's because I, the, I, I love you dearly for it, but that's right. He's not lying. Well, look, the one thing I do want to see if they are making an anime sequel, the spectacular Spider Man. It's My God, let it go! No, no, that's all I want. The spectacular. Let it My go. God, let it go! Is it, killing me. So much. Oh my! We are hanging on a cliff. Like that. That was the most crap. That was the craziest quip anger. Like I've seen it a long while, and I'm like, y'all just stop it there. But it's it's Look, all good. I'm gonna give you this. The spectacular Spider Man was a phenomenal. I'm listen to me now. A phenomenal series. Mm-hmm. It was. It, it it was even better than the Ultimate Spider Man. Oh, it was, it was way better than the Ultimate Spider Man. I didn't like the Ultimate Spider Man that much. I, thing, I, I was, I was, it's the only thing close to um, it's the only thing close to uh, Spider Man. What what year was it? Ninety. The the one where Hydro Man and all that was, you know. Yes. Well, well, first of all, more speech. Respect the brother. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that was. Yeah, the 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 '90s animated uh, series of Spider Man. Yeah, that's obviously the goat. But I'm saying is they did a good job at making it interesting. But however, I'm just like, if you want to do something, give me Earth's Mightiest Heroes again. Or that was the best Avengers show. And Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, bro, I was into. There, was I only best. had one flaw with that TV show. What was that? I hated that they never took the costumes off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I that bothered the hell out of me. I was just like, wait, Yo. so they had a superhero show and they just end them joints all the time? Oh, yeah, fucking that balls. was musty. <laughs> big they had a card. The Avengers had a card party. What? They said they had a card party. It was funny because they invited the fan. See, remember this episode? Remember they invited the Fantastic Four over? I didn't. I don't remember that episode. You remember? Okay, and and, and it, it was always a, a, a thing. No pun intended between the thing and Hulk. And every time you see it, they say that they start fighting everything. They're like, okay, play cards. But at the card table, you had Johnny Storm, Hawkeye, T'Challa, Steve Rogers, and uh, I forgot who, who else was, was there playing cards with their mask flipped back. And I'm like, I was like, wait, I was like, hold on. I was like, yo, bro, Cap. You can get out the Captain America gear. T'Challa, you are the king of Wakanda. You got you, you got other clothes. Look, I'm about to go. Hawkeye is sitting there with his host is still on with the arrow. His no. the, and they got the mask flip no. back. And I'm like, uh-uh. when danger no. calls, you got to be ready at all times. That's why like, no. Then I'd rather. You know what? I will stop being so hard on Wonder Woman for uh, having that bulky ass costume supposedly <laughs> under her clothes. Then because <laughs> what? And I'm sitting like I, I was like, hold on, y'all. I seen Bruce Banner turn to the Hulk in the, in episode one. I ain't seen Bruce Banner until like damn near season two. I'm yeah. like, y'all, come on. You know what I'm saying? 
that's where it was lacking for because it, it, in, in other shows like the Ultimate Spider Man, they had regular clothes. Yeah, but it was just yeah. too damn stupid. Oh my god! Ultimate Spider Man, I was just like, why are you saw our intelligence? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> uh, did you feel this way? Yes. I was like, why are you saw our intelligence right now? But they were the ones that were doing everyday things, and it was time to fight stuff. Like when Power Man and you know, say White Tiger and all of them got into it in Nova, they got into this stuff. They changed. I'm like, they were everyday people. Why in the world? Every other anime, even the X Men, were everyday people in the '90s. It's just that Earth Mighty Hero was such a great show, and they had that one glaring flaw. They yeah. never took them joints off. I was like. Please, I I pray for the day I saw jeans. Bro, I'm telling you, that is giving me big musty energy, bro. Um, leg. Oh, uh-uh. so I'm sorry, I to take it over, but go ahead. Not only was the spectacular Spider-Man was me giving my flowers to that series, but it was also a segue into Spider-Man Three being maybe uh, doing. They may be doing two parts of Spider-Man Three, which honestly. With all the news and rumors that we've gotten about this movie, would make the most sense for this movie to be two parts. It would make the most sense. Because we all know they are not good at jam-packing a lot of things into a Spider-Man film. Um, If this is two parts, how do you guys feel about it? I don't know sketch go first. Why you let me go first? He probably um, has a lot to say. <laughs> I mean, he probably doesn't have a lot to say. I um, I can just say I agree with Swag. It'll be, I think it would make the most sense. You know, they like putting fifty eleven villains in in Spider Man movies, so why not? And then you got the multiverse of people, and then you got um, apparently Tom Holland's brother may be playing Harry Osborn, so you're introducing them in there. So what? With Osborne, you like his real life brother? Yes. So okay, it, it's it's a lot going on, and I'm like you, you. I heard it was bringing Doctor Ock back. Yeah, they bring a Doc Ock back, Electro. You got the situation with Mysterio. You got the situation with him being revealed to everyone. You got uh, Daredevil well, that, being in this movie. It's th- this definitely should be much. because I, we really don't need eighty five villains in one Spider Man movie. Yes. Uh, excuse me. I understand this is like the go big or go home because apparently I'm not sure if Marvel and Disney are going to have another deal, but this is the quote unquote last MCU Spider Man film. You mean Marvel and Sony? Yes. What, what did I say? Marvel and Disney. Wow. Uh, Mr. A and E. I wish y'all could see his face. He looks distressed. I disagree with it. I do not think. I think I think it being two parts will hurt the film. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot, and this is this this is the reason why because we looking at it as a lot of a lot of things going on, a lot of films stuff like that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this this, this film is Sinister Sticks. Without a doubt, I'm pretty sure Without this is going to be Spider Man versus the Sinister Six because that's the, if you're bringing back Doc Ock and Electro, that you know that's what it is and. One bonus that these that these characters have is that they're established. Right. I've seen Jane Fox Electro already. I have seen Doc Ock already. I have seen Mark Keaton's Vulture already. I don't need a background for Scorpion. I really don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I think Scorpion is, is 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 that and Hammerhead are one of the worst Spider-Man villains ever. Have you seen Man on Stilts? 
Mm. Well, I have not. <laughs> it's, it's literally a man on stilts. <laughs> that, that is a spider so, villain. <laughs> those are um, established people. So when I look at movies like like two parters are Avengers movies to me. Gotcha. Infinity War Endgame. I got that. It's two different movies, but still two part type thing because of the, how big the threat is. This, this is Sinister Six. Okay, this ain't Thanos. This is not Galactus. <laughs> this is not Galactus. This is the Sinister Six. And for the Spider Man fan over there, that swag is knows that the Sinister Six is, is is cool to look at, but they ain't that smart and they ain't that strong. Okay, okay see, I am I am not as knowledgeable. Yeah. That sounds like that makes more sense. It's one and with brain. all, <laughs> that means straight swag. <laughs> so, well, with, with all that being said, I don't think we're hearing a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't think what was going like Matt Murdock. They're like Matt Murdock gonna be, and I'm like, yeah, he need an attorney. Mm-hmm. But Matt Murdock, it's not like Daredevil's gonna suit up and fight Kingpin in this Spider-Man movie. It's not happening, right? I th- he's just there to be his lawyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you say that, okay, we're bringing in Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew uh, Garfield. I was about to go say something else. Yeah, just you was. Yeah, uh, yes, he's going. It's six, so it's probably gonna be six against three. Maybe you throw in Miles in it. It's a team of Spider Men right. in there. You can do that at the end of the movie because you know why? Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield have been established already. Right. Mm-hmm. You can throw these characters in there without having to tell a backstory because the backstory has already been told. If you if you cut the movie up, you're giving unnecessary time. And story arcs to pe- characters that don't need it, because you now you gotta stretch it out. Okay. If two movies are going to be, uh, th- these are Marvel movies, so let's say two hours and fifteen minutes on average, or what they may be, it's like I don't need to give the background to Mysterio. We've seen that in Far From Home. I don't need to give the background of Tom Holland Spider Man. We've seen that already. I don't need to figure out what's going on in the life of Tobey Maguire. I could take literally five to ten minutes to do that in one movie. I don't need a half an hour to see Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst be what we always thought they were in Spider-Man 3. I don't need, definitely don't need to see Andrew Garfield crying because he lost Emma Stone. It's, because he killed Emma Stone. He, he didn't kill her. He just couldn't catch her. Uh, he caught her. So, so <laughs> I don't need to say, to, I, I don't need a, a movie of saying where everybody's been because that's what part one's going to be. You're right. Where everybody's been. And I'm like, no, this is the finale of Spider-Man in the MCU before Sony takes over and makes their own stories. And they, they're going to probably come up with another deal. But as of right now, this is the end-all, be-all. I'm trying to go see the movie. Give me Just give me two and a half hours, like y'all been doing. Give me two and a half hours of the end-all, be-all. It's enough time to fit all that stuff in there because it's, it's just like, can y'all imagine going to see uh, Avengers Infinity War before... Or, okay. Can y'all imagine going to see the first Avengers movie if without any of the first MCU movies? No. You're lost. That would right. be very. That'd be like Wandavision. So you have to sit there and you have to you you have to take time to uh, talk about all these characters: Tony Stark, Captain America, Thor, Bruce Banner, uh, Hawkeye, and Black Widow. So then that's what the first movie is for. Then the second Avengers movie is when we finally get what happened in the first movie. Right. We don't need all that now. The good thing about Marvel is that they have and Sony. And they have established every single character they have mentioned. The Dare the Daredevil series with Matt Murdock has been established for two seasons. Three, actually. We know what Matt Murdock is about. We know he will only go up against so if he listens to the heartbeat, anybody don't just know what that is, then why are you coming to the movie in the first place? But see, don't you think they might spoon feed folks? 
Because what if you have have you seen Wandavision? That's but I feel like Wandavision are for fans of this. Yes, like my mom's not gonna watch. My mom's not gonna watch Wandavision, but she will go see Endgame and all that. But same thing goes with Spider Man. Spider Man. First of all, it's, it's kind of like, I, I agree with you. They don't know how to balance all these villains in a Spider Man movie because Sony doesn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Marvel knows how to do that. There's a difference. Marvel balanced a cast of sixty four different characters in one movie, and there was not, if 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 we go back and like, hey, did anybody in Endgame get like cheated? In your personal opinion, only the villains. The only, the only, the only thing people that got cheated in Infinity War to me was the Dark Order of the Black Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree and, with that. And, and I was like, okay, because you know they were there; they weren't really that much established. They were just there for fans. And we like, we don't know too much of anything about these characters. But mm-hmm. everybody else got just enough that I needed. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't feel their threat because they didn't give me much. Right. Exactly. So now, when it comes to Spider Man, I'm like, you know what? You can get if it's the grand finale, you give me two and a half hours. This is the third movie. You give me two and a half hours. Every character's already established. You focus on your main story. Of course, Tom Holland gets the most screen time. Obviously. And even if you add it up, you can say, because you know, it's like you see different scenes, but Toby and um Andrew Garfield each get 20 minutes apiece. Right. That's you break that up throughout the movie. And of course, the final fight, you know. Could be there. The boss of us, they could, they, they talk about, could be a cameo, could be the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Could to, be. You know, to, to, to lead over into what the next Spider Man is going to be, whoever Sony and Marvel's doing it. So, me personally, I think, you know, before we jump and get, you know, excited about certain things, I think a two part Spider Man thing would really hurt the uh, final chapter of it. You could just make, just do better just making one movie, one cohesive movie with those characters. Is, Marvel has shown they can balance those characters, in there, and you already got established characters. I don't have to. T- I don't have to tell no background or no story. The only Sinister Six member that will be in it, if they, they bring in a new character like like Chameleon, maybe if they you know have somebody you know to, to get it together, or even Harry Osborn, because it's like okay, they could probably say we probably get Tom Holland's friend with Harry Osborn. I'm like, we already got two. Hmm. You could go back and get James Franco. Where is you James could, Franco at? I'm sorry. Or I seen him in a minute. You could go get, you know, a uh, guy hated in Amazing Spider-Man, but you, we have two Harry Osmonds already. Right. I, I think if we were to have a two-part, I think part one would be, um, like, getting that Tom, um, gosh, the Peter-Harry Osborne relationship, him going through the court thing and him trying to fight the Sinister Six by himself, not understanding what's going on. And then... Like the next part would be the preview, the Spider Man's that we already have established. Teach him how to be Spider Man or how to be his own Spider Man. Because from what we've seen in these movies, he's still under the shadow of Tony Stark. He is, and that that works for Spider Man fans. That don't work for the people that's putting money in this movie. <clears throat> After hearing all these, look, I'm talking about to, to just go by the eyes of a casual person. After hearing all these confirmations, not rumors, confirmations. Oh, you're right. I did not like that. I'm sorry. I had to oh, look them yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. After hearing all the confirmations about what has happened, mm-hmm. casual movie fans are going to come and they want to see a Spider Man team up. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. Now, me and you are different. 
you say we're not just an MCU, just be an MCU. We 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 read comics, we're nerds and stuff like that. And you're a big fan of Spider Man, and so your idea works for me, but it don't work for the money. Right? Mm-hmm. They 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 want to come. They're like, wait a minute. They said Tobey Maguire gonna be in this. They said Andrew Garfield gonna be in this. Mm-hmm. I just want to see Spider Man kicking ass. That's basically what it's, it's gonna be. That's what's gonna help sell. You know your movie and marketing, and that's one. That's one thing I think. When it comes to our nerd realm, mm-hmm. they don't truly really understand because it's all about passion. And you want to do things for the fans. It's but it's also got to be about marketing. That's why I feel as though Wild Division is the way it is mm-hmm. because imagine Wild Division is being regular, right? Right. We want to watch it because we want to know what happened with, with Wanda and Vision, right? Mm-hmm. The old school TV sets is what sells the casual viewer to what's going on. Right. It's eye candy to for, for for people to come in and tune in. So, like I said, it can it can still you know you can still do it that way, but it but then it hurts it hurts. I think it hurts Marvel in the long run because now they're like, oh, now I got to wait another year uh, to, to to see another part of a Spider Man movie where we're living in times where. That's not even guaranteed right now. Right. You can have another. Say if the, the Spider Man movie comes out, it's supposed to come out this year or next year? Uh, not sure. Honestly. Okay. So let's hypothetically say that Spider Man is scheduled to come out October of this year, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know what this country is going to be in by October this year. Right. Maybe better, maybe worse. We don't know. So let's go off the positive and say it's going to be better, right? Mm hmm. Every day they're finding new, there's new variant, there's new mutation. That's what happens when it comes to disease. Mm-hmm. That's just where it is. So say if we got that, and it's like okay, well we need to. There's a stronger vaccine that we got that, we, that we've been working on that's developed, or there's a new variant out there, and we're gonna have to sit there and kind of put restrictions on there again. That halts a lot of stuff. Right. And now you gotta wait some more when people. It's like, remember you made the point. Remember you said, what if, um. Infinity War came out in 2019. Right. Facts. That means Endgame would have came out in 2020. And it had been. And we still right. would have been waiting for Endgame. Yep. It would. It would have. It, it would. And it would have backfired because first of all, they would not put on Disney Plus. So they want to make that money. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here waiting for it. That it's going to. It, it's, it's causing problems with all other because no other movies going to make money because everybody wants to see Endgame. Yep. So if everybody wants to see it, that means nobody's going to see it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna pack the theater, and all them shows gonna be sold out. And you gotta sit there and wait. And they know in, in a pandemic, you ain't gonna be that close together. It's gonna hurt it more than it helps it. So doing that, especially when we're still in a pandemic, is I think hurts the movie more. They're just just making it just one final go out show. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Spider, you could do it like how Spider Man Three did it. You could do it, uh, even though black people didn't like Spider Man Three. But I'm saying, you know, you can go, you can go out and do an all-out movie like some of these third movies did. Just do it better, right? Iron Man three, I think they went all out, but you know, I know you're not a big fan of Iron Man three. But for instance, Captain America: Civil War, right? That's the third one. His trilogy, he had an awesome trilogy, right? And they went all out, and it was a two and a half hour movie, and I thought it was just the right amount of time. And look at all the characters he had to balance in that movie. Should have been the second Avengers. It should have been. I, I will. I will preach it the day I die. <laughs> and and even if you look at um, I just had another movie. You know, only you know for, uh, for a third one that was good. Well, even 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 if you look at all the um, 
MCU movies. Even Thor Ragnarok went all out, right? Because it's the third movie. I think it'll be just fine just to just to do just that one movie, mm-hmm. and you know, and it'd be like okay, and see, and then make as much buku money as you can from it because that will be the selling point. Them three Spider Men. I agree. The only downside I see of this is Sony. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that's say, the only downside I see. They might just like look. We got it working. Let's just keep let's ride this one more time. I I, I hope they did, like Marvel just puts his hands in there, but like, let me handle this. I hope, but we'll see. Um, on to the gaming news. We're gonna go to the gaming side. Uh, we pretty much knocked out the pop culture. Uh, mm-hmm. I did want to ask this for uh, Lady Sketch. I know you uh, don't take a lot of part in the gaming conversation, but. Grand Theft Auto 6 is rumored to have a female protagonist. Um, I'm not sure how big you are on uh, Grand Theft Auto, but would this, would this interest you in getting the game? No. Okay. Well, yeah, stamp it. Uh, we, <laughs> next topic. Let's... Uh, kidding. Honestly, if I'm, just, if I'm being honest, because I never really played GTA. GTA is one of those games where it would be like, me and a bunch of my homies would sit around and like one or two people would play and we all would just watch it mm-hmm. and talk shit and maybe smoke some things. So <laughs> it was never like a I was the person who was like, I gotta play GTA. Um, I think it's cool that they would have a female um, lead mm-hmm. in the game. Curious to see like if it's going to be like other all the other GTAs, what is the stuff that she going to do? She going to be beating up hookers too? Like, I'm confused. I, I, just, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I, I was, is she going to be getting, like, her old school stripper on? She going to be, like, setting up dudes, being like, yeah, come to the house. And then they running and rob them. Like, I'm just, I'm, you know. <laughs> That's a real setup. You know, she going to be hitting licks. I'm, I'm just curious. But um, I mean, if somebody else get it, I'll sit and watch it to see what it is. But me personally, I probably won't go buy the game. You know, it'd be funny if they take the storyline from Hustlers and put that in the oh, Grand Theft Auto game. Now that I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? I I would actually play that. No. <laughs> um, Mr. A and E, I'm not sure where the story could go, but uh, Mr. A and E, what you? Think? I don't know just yet. Yeah, it ain't because I don't do a woman, but it's like I, when you say that, I'm thinking of the handling of battle, a Battlefield Five. Okay, and it wasn't handled. Uh, it wasn't handled that that well when they put uh, a woman as the, their main character. Mm-hmm. And yes, this world is a very sexist place. Oh, what a very racist place! And I think that when it comes to GTA now. I think you you you, you got to test the waters out. And since they didn't give nothing for online GTA Five, I think they need to go back to the format of GTA Five, which was three different main characters. Right. And you put a woman in as a main character, uh, and to see how it would go. Because look, let's be honest with you. It's like San Andreas took a huge step. Right. Because they they said we're going to take this to like the streets of L.A. We're going to Compton and Crenshaw. We're going to the hood, and we're going to have a black guy lead Grand Theft Auto. And Grand Theft Auto San Andreas ended up being a success, at least 
to my knowledge, because I, I bought the game. And a lot of other people I seen at school was like, yo, we get a, you know, uh, Urban Youth uh, San Andreas. So, yo, we on that joint, right? And a, a lot of a lot of other, you know, seeing uh, kids and white kids, some of them bought the game. So, you know, it, it, it was what it was, which I think opened the door for, you know, we, we have a black man character in Grand Theft Auto Five. And also, it's kind of like, if you look at Grand Theft Auto Five, it's kind of like the culmination of three, four. It's a combination of like I would say San Andreas, four, and Vice City. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it like because like those three different characters that you have, it's just like I, I've seen them in other games before. Yeah, as the main character, it's like it's like we give you we give you like the best that we got. That's why Grand Theft Auto has sold. Uh, sold so much, and it's still a top selling game. It's still on PS4. People are still buying it. Yeah. Like that game don't ever come. I can I could go to GameStop right now and get thirty five dollars for that game. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you I'm, know their online community is fantastic. They're exactly. Still it. <laughs> and, uh, and I think unfortunately, I know last three generations. Look, I would agree that right now we shouldn't even be talking about if a woman or a black person or Asian or Hispanic person. Should be leading these games because it should have been happening already. Right. But we know that this this world and this country is not that progressive, so you have to ease people into it. Right. And I I do think, and this is not coming from a sexist place. <clears throat> this is coming from I think that if you just throw a woman out there, mm-hmm. they're gonna have those Battlefield Five problems where Battlefield Five didn't do too well. I only disagree because Grand Theft Auto sells on its name itself. The Grand Theft Auto Five. So Battlefield. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Battlefield. Grand Theft Auto Five broke records on pre-orders without dropping a trailer, just a name. Okay. So that alone, I feel like people are just going to buy Grand Theft Auto because it's Grand Theft Auto. Uh huh. Versus Battlefield, where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what technical achievements are you going to do in this game versus the previous game? Fair. I. I'm all for having a woman. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I will be asked the question like my wife do, like what would her purpose be? Like, what would she be doing? Right. I mean, you know, she she gonna be doing the same shit like Tony Montana was doing, or you know, what I'm saying, or you know, however the case may be. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a game, you know, uh, full of them because all the women in Grand Theft Auto are more, more like prostitutes and hoes, right? You know, so they they they're not really respected in the Grand Theft Auto mythos anyway. Mm-hmm. So, having a storyline, having a woman in there, I'm like, as as long as it's handled well, right? And the reason I keep, the reason I keep bringing up Battlefield is because I don't think, I don't think Battlefield was confident enough with their decision to put a woman out front, right? And with with that, it hurt the marketing, which hurt the, the sell of the game. And I'm not saying it, it was their fault because they put the woman out there too fast. I'm saying it's because of how they handled it, right? You know, so it's like it's kind of like it's like look. To me, Battlefield felt like a forced issue opposed to a genuine I want to do this. Right, yeah. It's EA, so you know it's forced. (laughs) Exactly. That's what it felt like to me. Opposed to like, I genuinely want to make this Miles Morales Spider-Man game, and I genuinely want to put as much culture in this game as possible. The Miles Morales experience felt genuine. Right, authentic. Uh, Authentic. There you go. 
It, it felt like, yo, we are going this decision and we don't give a fuck about what people say or whatever the case may be. And did it did it sell as much as did it sell as much as the uh the other Spider Man game? No it didn't. And once again, you know, uh that, that could be for a number of different reasons, not just because he's a black guy. Right. You know, a number of different reasons. I felt as though Battlefield was more like how can we switch stuff up to make a buck? You know what? Fine. Let's just put a female. Let's just put a woman in there and stuff like that. And it wasn't marketed anyways that well. And I was just like, my God, that that game flopped bad. Right. So yeah, I mean, so if it's handled right, which I I think Grand Theft Auto Six, along with the name, could do. I I know it's like it's now time you can still play it on PS Five. I know they want to make an exclusive like PS Five version. Yeah. Of Grand Theft Auto. That's the only reason why it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> like everyone's yeah. like, yo, we need one. It's like, yo, d- it takes time for stuff like this to be made. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a quick buck. Besides, exactly. If you got a profitable thing going, that's continuously going. Keep it going. Yeah. So you know, bring her in there. I mean, make her have purpose. You right. know, don't make her just be like, you know, I'm some prostitute that got slapped around by my pimp, and now I want to go take take his guns. I just want to go on the streets and just shoot. And like, no, right. give her a, give her a storyline. Whether it be a black woman, whether it be a Hispanic woman, whether it be a white woman, it doesn't matter. If, if it's a woman, give her a purpose. Give her her reason for the stuff that she do. Maybe she wants to be you know into the crime game of the boss. Maybe she's trying to feed a family. Whatever the case may be, you got to give her some kind of purpose and give give her some kind of reasons for us to you know fall in love with the character. Yeah. I 100% agree. I definitely agree. Now, a game you like is Uncharted. Love it. I, I know you, you love the whole series. I, you said 4 is your favorite one, right? Yes, 4 edged out 2 for me. Oh, wait, well, I'm sorry? 4 edged out 2 for me. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, <coughs> I, I was on the cusp of 2 and saying 2 was the best one. Mm-hmm. And then last year, I went back and played Uncharted 4 just, just to, for fun. And I'm like, oh, this game is amazing. You know, I have been thinking about that game recently. I actually might go back to play it. Look, so. it, it's better on the second time. I went back. Now, I'm, I'm halfway through it because mm-hmm. I didn't finish the game. And I'm halfway through but I'm like, oh, my God, this game is such amazing. Which also inspired me to put those videos up earlier, uh, late last year of the Uncharted. I was like, because this game is such amazing. So it edged out the second one for me. Right. So I, I might play it again since uh, we got the PS5 thingy. So it'll let us play for free. So I might check it out again. Now, it could be. It's, it's a rumor going around saying that five is being made. Uh, now it could be being made. Uh, I'm getting this from IGN.com. They said PlayStation New San Diego based studios working on an expanded upon existing franchise. Uh, people went on to LinkedIn and found this guy, uh, Michael Momber. Momber. I, I cannot pass pronounce his last name okay but um in his uh linkedin profile say he uh worked at playstation studio until november 2020 um and in the segment it says his latest achievement um is having built a brand new all-star triple a action adventure development team for playstation based in san diego utilizing proprietary uh engine technology this team was assembled upon an existing franchise and craft all new stories for the next generation of gamers this could be anything, honestly. It could be any game, be. but everyone is suspecting Uncharted because honestly, it's 
one of the most profitable franchises that PlayStation has. Yes, like like on the cusp of Crash Bandicoot and Lara Croft. Exactly. Right. Right. Now, yeah. where can they go? Because I, I strongly doubt they're going to bring Nathan Drake back. I mean, you could bring Nathan Drake back in a role of being kidnapped, but I'm telling you, it's. I think the main focus is going to focus on his daughter, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to focus on um, Nadine and that other girl from Uncharted Two. Chloe, I think that may be the trifecta, which the, the, once again, the women sell the game. Right, right. And it'd be about the women. I think it could, it could be, you could put a scenario that um, Nathan Drake has got kidnapped and his daughter got to go save him. Mm-hmm. Because you, you have to have a, a, a reason for his daughter to want to go out and do the stuff that her dad did. Right. You know, you got you got to have a neck or, or you know a, a drive for that. And he was a treasure seeker, right? You know, so it's like, well, she could probably want to go find treasure too. But I'm like, you know, you got to have that that drive, you know, at the beginning. So I think it's going to really focus around his daughter and maybe Nadine and Chloe uh, on that aspect. And then maybe it, 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 you can probably play some Nathan Drake levels as an old man. You know, as old as he's getting, I did that. I did that would be kind of fun, but I, I think it won't take too much away. But kind of like in Uncharted Four, where there were there was there was a level you get to play as his brother, or you get to play as his wife. Right. You know, what I'm saying like that. I I think those kind of things would be uh, kind of dope. Now, also, but I do, I think it's really gonna focus on his daughter. Now it could focus on his daughter. I know a lot of speculation is saying it may focus on his brother. Because there's a lot of mystery that we don't know about. I don't I don't want his brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you not like I him? Don't. Huh? Did you not like him? He was all he's all right. Like he's how do I explain this? I want you to go back and think of every single movie sequel you could think of mm-hmm. that was like an action movie. Right. And when they have run fresh run out of ideas, what is the one trope they always do? Family member. We bring out the brother. Look at Fast Nine. Yep. What's happening? We get Toretto's brother. Look at Rush Hour three. What we have, Jackie Chan's brother. And then we talk. It's like okay, so what? How about we always do it with the family? We always bring out the brother, or we always bring out the sister. And I'm like, oh, this trope needs to go. Like there are too many movies that, and some I'm not even naming right now that it always relies on a family member when it's kind of like they're out of ideas. And I'm like, I, I, me personally, his brother was. Fine. I mean, he had some dark passes issues, but there were none enough to interest me into wanting to see a whole thing done about him. If that was the case, I would have took a spin off like, like he did with um, Uncharted with uh, Chloe and Nadine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Uncharted, uh, Uncharted Legacy. He 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 could deserve that kind of game where it's like, oh, this this could have been a DLC or it's gonna be like a little side game type thing. Right. I'm cool with that. But when it comes to a whole brand new, I'm working on this game for PS5 Uncharted thing. It gotta be five, and it gotta be his daughter. Gotcha, gotcha. I even heard uh, speculation that they were gonna try to do a side game with Sully as the main character. Look, I got to play as Sully. In the first Uncharted game, okay, and I'm like his old ass ain't gonna be supposed to be swinging well, from these rocks I mean, that moves on. Probably him when he was younger, <laughs> in his prime. No, okay. Now, um, for Uncharted, I personally think Uncharted will thrive as a series if they do side games instead of the expansive AAA big budgeted game. Because I feel like uh, because they have a great cast of side characters, 
uh, Chloe, Nadine, Sully, all of them, they're great. However, this could be a different game. The only other game I would think of that would be a triple A uh, all star action adventure game would be Jack and Dexter. The only you know thing what? That I know we so do good. we do got Ratchet and Clank coming out, right? And you know you can't forget about Jack and Dexter, which is their rival. So they haven't been touched in a long while. Uh, you're right, and like I said, it, it, they just made back uh, Crash Bandicoot Four with that. Uh, Oh, that annoying shit. <laughs> right. And that's um Crash Bandicoot bothered me so much. I ain't played I ain't touched since October. <laughs> it, well, Crash is now Activision now. Uh Activision owns Crash. So Yeah. I'm not sure what PlayStation could be working on. But it's a lot of speculation pointing at Nathan Drake. And Nathan Drake is the um I'm oh, sorry, Uncharted is the only series I can think of that because what I mean, you know, honestly, we could do another Tomb Raider series. I don't not as PlayStation though. I, I'm trying to think PlayStation uh party, first party PlayStation. Since this is a Sony. Tomb Raider is first party PlayStation. No, Tomb Raider is not. It's uh Square Enix. Oh man, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, but is it Uncharted Naughty Dog? Yeah, Uncharted is Naughty Dog. Uh Crash Bandicoot is now was Naughty Dogs, it's now uh Activision. Okay, so but the, the, the thing is, so therefore all these companies, so what makes a first party PlayStation game. Uh, developed by Sony and only for Sony systems. Okay, so... So, like, Tomb Raider was... War, um, <laughs> like that. Okay, I'll say, so, so it wasn't Tomb Raider developed by Sony, but they uh, put out by Square Enix to the point where it's like, okay, well, it's only... Uh, Tomb Raider's only on PlayStation. It's not on... I don't got no... Uh, I don't got no Tomb Raider anywhere else. Yeah, Tomb Raider's one. Xbox. I know uh, Tomb Raider was... Ex- uh, the second Tomb Raider, there was a time exclusive for the Xbox when it first came out. For the Xbox One. Is that the only game that's on there? Uh, oh, you know what? That that new one was on there. Right. I don't even, Okay, yeah. It kind of broke the seal with that yeah. one. <sighs> that was dumb. Okay, I was about to say, keep Tomb Raider PlayStation. <laughs> um, yeah, since Xbox got Indiana Jones now. But, yeah, there's no other property I can think of. Other than Uncharted and Jack and Dexter, they're action-adventure AAA games. Unless it's a brand-new game. And there has been um, leaked art of an artist who worked uh, worked at Naughty Dog who worked on a uh, fantasy. He's doing, like, fantasy-type art where there's a uh, female that's a dragon slayer and all that. So that could be Naughty Dog's next game. But, like, that could be Naughty Dog's next game, and they're giving, like, you know, this game to a different studio. Because some games do that, like um, Gears of War. It was made by Epic Games at first, and now it's been uh, passed to the Coalition. So, Okay. It, it, um, it, anything's up in the air. But Uncharted and Jack and Dexter are the high, like, the top of the list. Uh-huh. I don't think they're making another Heavenly Sword or anything like that. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Resident Evil. Village. We had a showcase for that uh, recently. Um, gosh, what day? It was Thursday when it happened. The day after the inauguration, there was a lot that uh, went into that within about twenty-five minutes of the whole showcase, which is uh, done very well. Mister A and E got the reaction out on uh, Nerd Coalition Studios, so check that out there. Ooh, excuse me. I also uh, reacted to the showcase and played the demo for the um, 
the visual demo. So check that out on Nerd Coalition Level Up. But there is a lot of information that they put out. First, Resident Evil Village. We had a new story trailer where, my God, this looks horrifying. This oh, looks horrifying. It, it do. It looks like something that I, I want to see you do live and get scared of. Oh, yeah, I will. I, will. I already have people flooding me with, are you going to play this? Yes. Okay. Yes. You, you know what? I, I like the date it comes out, too. May 7th. What? What's <laughs> happening May 7th? Is it because it's soon? Say, say that says again. What's happening May 7th? <laughs> Come on, Sway. It's an inside joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you reach back for that. <laughs> the tag. Oh, I'm my God. Say, man. <laughs> I said that joke in in, in my no, um no, you said in my perfect. reaction. I thought you that's, like he's the only one that's going to get that. Okay, I did hear that, and I was like, I don't <laughs> tag that. That went so far back. Okay, I had to. I had to. Uh, my bad. I had to stretch and reach for that one. <laughs> but wow. um, yes, May seventh is when it's going to release. Finally, that date has uh, something for it. The game looks beautiful. Um, we saw the uh, trailer. It's 60 frames per second, which, oh, my God. Like The, the more I look at the uh, gameplay and stuff, the more it looks like a more redefined Resident Evil 4. And I'm happy for that. Okay. I'm happy for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, because now we got a mercher. We got, we're in a castle. We're, it, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Um, it's going to be a uh, release for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, but they also announced that they uh, did a PlayStation 4 and an Xbox One version. Um, now, I'm really I'm really happy about this because this game was originally developed for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series, and then they were like, okay, we could let's try to work on the PS4 version. So, let fingers crossed for a non-cyberpunk issue. Uh, I, I hope. Yeah, because especially when the game is being developed for a next-gen platform, then you know, porting it back, it may be a bit It may be a bit I, easier. I got enough cyberpunk in my WandaVision. <laughs> There's enough glitches <laughs> going on in the system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the trailer's fantastic. Uh, I know you said this in reaction, but a uh, few words on the trailer. Man, it scared me. And I was just like, nope. Nah, uh I ain't playing that. But... You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, I, I I had to get into Resident Evil. And like I said, because I'm not... I, I, I love the third, you know, person view and stuff like that, but I'm terrible at shooting zombies. And they, they, they just don't die after one shot. Like, let's, let's get a head <laughs> going on. And, and Resident Evil, I'll just be like... Oh. I, I play Resident Evil on my Switch because like, they got all the Resident Evils from, like, one to six all out on the Switch right now. So, mm-hmm. I've been, um, you know, been playing that. Five has been one of my favorites. Right. Uh, so, so far, five and four, four, four or five. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I've been one of my favorite of what I've been playing. So I'm just like, but you know, my shot is terrible, bro. So I'm just like, I ain't trying to get no jump scares playing on PS5. This is gonna look hella real. And I, 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 I get scared and just be like, oh, stat, I missed. And I'm like, no, I'm dead now. I ain't never get past that level. Uh, did you play? Um, you play two, right? Resident Evil two. I did not play. I played. Uh, the one they call Zero. I played the first one. Then oh played God, two. You played Zero. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. You played that. Yeah, I was like, who? Okay. Uh, and I was like, this is what I was really trying to figure out. I was, I was, I'm going to play all of them. I didn't play three, unfortunately. I played four, loved it. Played five, loved it. And I, uh, six was not like the Resident Evil style, so I didn't really get yeah, that, that deep into it. Movie. <laughs> Look, yeah. I said it's a cool game. Resident Evil 6 is cool. It's just not a Resident Evil game. God, yeah. It's not a Resident Evil game at all. Um, but yeah, I do, if you do like Resident Evil and the third-person camera, I I recommend uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake. That was a really good one. If you want a shorter game with kind of the same experience, Resident Evil 3 Remake will get the job done. But I actually like this direction that they're going with Resident Evil 7 and 8, and I'm assuming this is going to be its own trilogy. Uh, Resident Evil 7, 8, and 9. Uh if nine actually happens with the first person, a character that is like, he doesn't have anything special about him. He's just, you know, trying to save the people he loves. And the first one, uh, we saved his girlfriend, which I thought was his wife throughout playing the whole game. And I'm like, you, you you're better than me. I would not go. This you doing all this for a not committed pussy. That, that he's better than me. In fact, uh. we had a choice to kill her or not. I was like, take her. Take her. Take her. <laughs> she put me in a situation I didn't even have to be here. Take her. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the game, it was like you haven't. He's calling his friend. You haven't seen her in three years. What are you doing? I gotta save her, man. No, you don't. No, you do not. But uh, in this story, um, you're saving your daughter. So much oh, yeah. connection. I I don't blame him for going through this. You're fighting. Yeah, I fight for the world on that one. Yes, you're fighting werewolves. You're fighting vampires. Zombies, it, it's a lot going on. It's a whole lot going on. Um, now, one, there's memes everywhere about this, but um, there's a very tall lady, a very tall vampire. She is like 8'12, and I'm like, get the height on you. Yeah, you, you, I'm not gonna knock on the door. You're gonna peek down at me. Dog, no, you, thank you. Dog, you dunking standing up. Like, you, <laughs> you ain't gotta exactly. jump. Exactly. You ain't got to jump at all, bro. <laughs> it's, um, but yes. And we also get the, um, guy with the glasses. I'm assuming it's Wesker. That's the only guy I can say. And looking at the cover art of Resident Evil 8, it looks like, uh, Chris turns into a werewolf. But, oh, come on. Chris. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll he probably, he probably was at Taylor Launder's house. Oh, God. Look. <laughs> I just want a good story. Uh, the other thing we got is Resident Evil Reverse, or or uh, what's going to be called Reverse, which is a party game where you're going around shooting people, but you play as the iconic uh, Resident Evil characters. So you have Leon, you have Claire, you have Jill, you have uh, what's his name, Jack in Resident Evil um, Seven. I think his name is Jack and uh, Nemesis. So this looked like a Smash uh, Brothers version of. Resident Evil. They have like a very comic book uh, shell shaded style to it. And yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm i like, it looks fun. But is this coming out like soon or is this out already? This will be coming out with Resident Evil 8. It is free for whoever gets Resident Evil 8. Who is there a trailer for that? I, I didn't see any of this yes, yet. it is a trailer for it. It was during the showcase. So, um, it is a trailer for it. It looks I'm like, it looks well, so, okay. so what's it called? Uh, R.E. Verse. R E verse. Yeah. Okay. So 
reverse, just put a colon in between the, the R and the V. Wow, that's lazy. Okay. I mean, uh, the E and the R and V. That's all you got to do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, I'm like, it looks fun, but all right, I guess. Look, it's free when you buy it with Resident Evil um, with Resident Evil 8. Hopefully, it's not the same deal that we got with Resident Evil 3 and the multiplayer version of Resident Evil that was absolutely trash. Mm-hmm. And we, pre- we pretty much paid $60 for that game, and $30, you could tell, was only for Resident Evil 3. This one, this one, this one, I look at the trailer like a Telltale game. It, yeah, it do have the same graphic styles of the Telltale game. I think I said that during the stream. I was like, it looks like a Telltale. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they're going with it. But sure, sure. Another so, thing. Okay, so uh, I don't know where you got the idea of Smash Brothers at because this is definitely well, Smash Bros. I mean, by collecting all their characters together and putting them in one game, fighting, uh, going against each other. Okay, I was, it looks not, like multiplayer. Yeah, not like Super Smash Bros. where they're like platform fighting, but they're all going against each other, and you bring in the iconic characters of the series together. Okay. Um, dude, if they have Wesker from Resident Evil 5, and he's teleporting all over the place, that's going to be broken. That's going to be extremely broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and lastly, they talked about the Resident Evil... Um, Infinite Darkness, the Netflix series coming to uh, Netflix. Oh, it's a series? I thought that was the movie. So, no, I'm sorry. There's a live-action Resident Evil movie being made for Netflix, but the Netflix series Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which stars Leon and Claire, set a couple years after Resident Evil 4. Very interested in that. I definitely want to see what's going on. Um, there's no announced uh, date announced for that yet, but they did touch on it, saying, hey, guys, we're working hard on it. Be sure to check it out. All right, next we have the review of Hitman 3 coming up. Hitman is one of the bigger titles that um, that came out this year. Probably one of the biggest titles of the year, honestly. And uh, I have been excited for this game for a while. If you're not familiar with Hitman, it's an assassination and stealth-based game where you um, obviously have to kill the objective. However, if you kill anyone else but the objective, you lose points. So... This game really requires stealth, and they built this game very well. It was first developed by, um, well, actually, all the games are developed by um, IOI Interactive, or IO Interactive, I believe their studio name is. The first one was uh, uh, produced by Square Enix, and they tried to make it episodic by putting, um, by pretty much putting a chapter out each month. I didn't know that. I bought the game when it came out, and I was stuck with one game. I mean, one board for sixty dollars, and I didn't like it. Waited to the end of the year, like a Telltale. Yes, and I wasn't happy with it. However, by the end of the year, the full game came out. It was very fleshed out, uh, huge replay value, um, a lot of opportunities within each map, and it re- it was very open. Then Hitman Two was um, plub- uh, I believe, produced by Warner Brothers this time around and not only did they take what was great about the first game they pretty much refined it and they do the same thing with this game as well by not really inventing anything new but ironing out what was so great about it and i'm not sure if you remember our discussion about overwatch 2 where i said um they're pretty much reinventing what it means to have a sequel this game kind of did it first because 
when you get Hitman 3, you still have access to Hitman 1 levels and Hitman 2 levels, just refined in the Hitman 3 um, engine. So it's so you could literally play all three games right off the bat. Um, okay. which, is, which is very great, which I, I kind of wish some games would do, but that, I think that's uh, spectacular. Um, the one thing, the, there's so many things great about this game. The graphics are phenomenal. Some of the best looking graphics. There's this actually a setting in China with all these neon lights. It, it's spectacular. Uh, the story. Now, the story is, um, this is the last of the trilogy of the Hitman uh, 2016 series. Uh, that was developed for this. And the story was actually really good. The story was actually really good leading up to this point. The only thing I would say that was a negative is that this game did feel rushed story-wise. By It gave you a lot of information on the first level. By the second level, you're like in the middle of the heat. And I was it was a little bit jarring. Um, the third thing that was great about this is the world. It's, it's huge. Each map is huge and and like very different from the previous map. Um, the first map you're in Dubai on the tallest skyscraper in the world, and you have to find someone throughout that whole building to uh, to assassinate. The second one you're in the mansion, and it plays a very uh, you see knives out. It kind of plays in that where you get to imp- uh, impersonate a detective, and you have to go around solving a murder. I honestly would have took a full game just doing that. Going around looking for clues okay. to murder. I would have been absolutely okay with that. Um, then you're um, in a nightclub, and they really, they really play with their limits with this one, where they don't show you the target right away. You have to, you have to wait out to see if your target will reveal itself. So it brought a lot of challenge in that aspect as well. Um, then the. Uh, the fifth map, you're in China and you're like in the industrial um, city. Well, no, I'm sorry, not industrial city, but you go into like this industrial plant underground, and it's just filled with like spaces to like hide, and it's it's spectacular. Each map is spectacular, and then I'm not gonna spoil the last one because um, I have been watching certain reviews, and they I'm guessing there's an embargo on spoiling that, so I won't go and spoil that one. Um, but it's definitely worth it. The um, the great I would say, what is the great thing about this game? I, it's very fun to play with. There's so much replay value in this game that I, it's almost hard to believe that this game is as big as it is. Um, not only get you uh, play the storyline, but you get to create your own contracts where people online can try to uh, kill the uh, target that you set for them. Um. You can um, you can also get online and do that with other people as well. They have uh, escalations where it randomly generates a target, and you have to go and kill them, which is great. Only thing, actually, there's a few bad things I would say about this game. One is that it constantly connects to a server, and the server kicks you out constantly for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I'm not sure if there's going to be a patch for that, but it constantly, constantly, constantly kicks you out the server. To me, I didn't mind getting kicked out the server because I wasn't going to play online too much, but I, I had a problem mm-hmm. with that. Uh, two, they do have extra missions. However, it is $34 to access those. 
and it's not you have six maps in here and it's not even one per map it's like i would say like four of them four extra missions you have to pay 34 dollars for it which is insane and it's not even dlc i'm not even sure they're gonna add dlc um the next one will be the sniper missions they added sniper missions in the second hitman where you just staked out and you just had to just snipe either your targets and the bodyguards they didn't add more of that in this game which I believe that was a huge mistake. Hopefully, they will add that if there is DLC coming to this game. Um, this game is very rewarding. I, I'm not sure if I would say this is sixty dollars worth, um, because you had to have the. Uh, if it will only be sixty dollars worth if it came with Hitman One and Two. But since I already purchased those, I believe all my uh, all my data just carried over, and I was just able to play it right off the bat. However, if it did, I would say it's a full $60 purchase. I would say at most $40, I would spend $40 on it. And as a rating, I would give it I would give it a B. This is definitely I could definitely see this going for game of the year. It's a very entertaining game. Um I have I'm I'm loving this game. Now, again, not any, anyone can play this game. This is like a patient rewarding game. It's the best way I could describe it. Um but yeah, that's my review for it. I don't know if you had any questions, well, uh, leaning on Hitman or not. Okay, so I have a question. Would you try this out on Nintendo Switch? <laughs> I, I would not. I personally would not play this on the Switch. I would not play this on the Switch. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe it. I, I'm really thinking it's like we're gonna have a great discussion. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh my god. Look like I never really got into any of the Hitman games. Uh-huh. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm a kind of guy that like stuff to a point. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Too much stuff for me, especially with me being a very aggressive guy in video games, you know what I'm saying? Is it doesn't work for me too much. This so what well, rewarding to that. that you are so a- what? This game is not rewarding to that. Like, when you get into high action, you're killed easily. Yeah, exactly. I was just easily. saying, so you're going to, you're going to suffer. Yeah. So that's why, that's what I'm saying. So I, I, don't, I don't usually play, though, you know, I haven't, I haven't tried him, but not because I don't like it, because I just haven't, you know, it's been on the priority list. So, and then when I heard it was like on Switch, I was just like, well, should I? <laughs> is it worth sixty dollars to get this thing on the switch to you know hashtag just you know to give it a chance? Because first of all, I, I this is me saying a switch guy saying this. I was like, I don't even know why I was on the switch in the first place. Yeah, I, I didn't even know it was on the switch until you said something. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't even think it would come to the switch. So it's uh very surprising. I was say I barely got the patience for uh L A Noir. Yeah. The, and then you, yeah, this is not going to be. I'm sorry, this is not going to be the game for you. <laughs> this yes. is not be the game for you because this game, it's it's patient rewarding. Like one of the okay. uh, one of the uh, missions I had to do that I recorded took an hour and a half. Sheesh, an hour and a half, and that that's with like really getting into it. So some of these missions go from two to three hours long, and. Like with all the action, you're probably getting forty minutes of action doing all that. Sometimes you just gotta wait until your target gets in front of you. You have to mm. learn their patterns. You have to find a way to do it because th- this game doesn't really hold your hand. 
it starts off like feeling like, okay, you should at least know how to do this. And then it just opens the world up to you. You can literally kill anyone with anything. Um, like you could grab a newspaper and kill someone with that. It still has the very goofy aesthetics to it. So it's, it's, it's definitely fun. Okay. Yeah. So how do you rate, do you have a game system rating yet for it? Uh, no, I just, I was going to give it the, uh, the, what the scale that we have, which was a uh, B, but we still don't have a B yet. But by the end of 2021, we need what, a B. By the end, bro, by next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, all right. I'm about to say, no, bro. If we doing a movie experience every single weekend, bro, we need, we need, you know, by the end of 2021, bro, that's 11 months away. <laughs> if we can't think of something in 11 months, then we don't even need to be doing this job. <laughs> Come on, we got about 48 weeks left. We, <laughs> we can think of something. <laughs> mm. But yes, I give it, I, I do give it a, a B. I, I I'm I'm re- I really like this game. I hope they add more. I really hope they add more. This game really gives me hope for the James Bond game that the studio will be working on in the future. Because I'm very excited about that. I'm super excited about it. Um, I was gonna say one more thing about this game, and I totally forgot. Uh, oh, the OST is fantastic. This OST, I don't know what's going on with game OSTs recently, but they've been going harder and harder. So, sh- shout out to shout out to all y'all producers that's working on video games. Y'all y'all really going in. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, yeah, I I honestly, if I'm gonna be completely honest with you, you may get more experience watching a playthrough of this game than playing it, uh, knowing like your schedule and all. You, it's gonna you're gonna have to sit down and take like a chunk of time. Ooh, well, that, well, it looks like I'm out the loop on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, it's a fantastic game. I, I hope people try it. This is definitely one of the juggernauts of this generation. Probably one of the best gaming trilogies that we had uh with uh in the PS4 to PS5 era, I would say. Cause this, All right. this is definitely clean. Uh but yeah, that was my review. Um I tried to make it quick because <laughs> it is late. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it is late. But yes, Mr. A&E, where can we find you? You guys can find me doing a movie experience every single weekend. So hopefully by the time, if Shaq puts his podcast up in the morning, uh, hopefully later on tonight you should see some movie reviews. Uh, if I can get out and watch the movies in time. Mm-hmm. And then next week, we got uh, the new Denzel movie that's coming out with uh, Romney Malik and Jared Leto. And of course, Wild Division should be coming up also. And make sure you guys check out. Uh, first of all, Swag Will. You know, I don't usually demand people because you know I feel as though we're all family here. But Swag will change these these uh, banners on both these channels because it is not Christmas anymore. I am so sorry. I <laughs> I have been caught up, and I I am so sorry. But yeah, I'll do that. And we are going to change them because Black History is coming up. Oh yes, and I. You said, oh, yeah, like you forgot about black no, history, no. too. Like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. So uh, we are going to be giving you, a, uh, I'm looking forward to giving you like a lot of black history related content. So make sure and hopefully we can probably change the backgrounds to kind of a, a nerd black history kind of style type thing. So uh, that, that's the plan. And you also can find us on, Facebook, uh, on Twitter and uh, Instagram at NC Place number 2B. Trying to get more better on the social media. 
Yes, uh, you can find me. I'm usually on Level Up. Uh, you can also find me on the Nerd Coalition Studios channel, where we are doing WandaVision episodes every single week they drop. Um, been loving the series so far, and we're going to be having a lot more coming up. So, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, because for Black History, I didn't mean to cut you off, Sway. We're going to be doing uh, an episode uh, breakdown recap of Lovecraft Country. <laughs> no, it's just like you, you just Kanye. Yeah, like uh <laughs> because I'm about to say that he didn't get a low and Swag has not yet seen Lovecraft Country yet. So I have seen Lovecraft Country, but I would love to go watch it again. And I would love to get Swag's opinion because you know Swag can use a little bit of a black history dose. So uh to help him out and everything. And we're going that's the that's the TV show we're gonna review review for you guys along with WandaVision. Yes, yes. I'm super excited for the future of this. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Make sure you subscribe to both channels. Make sure you check us out on your favorite podcast applications such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Speaker, Spotify, all that jazz. Until then, thank you for joining us in Qflow. Where are you at? <laughs>